Yo, everyone, what's up? Welcome to Xbox Ultimate Podcast episode number. What are we on? Uh, 143. Uh, no, that's a special no, number. No, 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 babe. What? No, it is. Wait, what? 143. What? Is it really? Yeah, episode 143. Oh, I thought it was 130 something. No, Did I do a typo? I don't think so. I, I don't know. That's what you t- that's what you put. I just know it's it. one. It's episode 134, I think. Oh, it's a typo then. Yeah, I, Wait, I don't know. One. Where's the typo? It would be the one four three. Okay. Yeah, I thought that me... was a little high. It is one four. It is one thirty four. When you said that, I was like, "That sounds high." Yeah. It, okay, it's one thirty four. Yeah. I is gotta, that my bad? Did it, I do that? Yeah, you did that. It's my. I, I just. I'm like Ron Burgundy. I just read whatever the fuck's in front of my screen. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I just assume she's right because she usually always is. So I know that's why I'm just like in yeah. disbelief right now because yeah. I don't, I don't mess up. Yeah, that's First why I was back like, on the show when there's a fuck up. Mm. Yeah, it's like 143. <laughs> like, what's going on? Wow, we've been done more episodes than I thought. Uh, that's why I was sounding like that. It's like, whoa, okay. Yeah, you know, one, 134. Yeah, we uh we're a little short-handed today. Three uh, bit may be joining us a little later, uh, and Fuzzy's. Uh, not available today. Psycho's still out of town. Um, but saving the day is our beautiful wife. My beautiful, well, not our beautiful <laughs> wife. <laughs> Ours, <yeah>. Hey, husband. <laughs> My beautiful wife, Caitlin, uh, making a, a reappearance wow. here on Xbox Ultimate. Hey, baby, how you doing? Hey, I saw that you were a little short-handed, and I'm just sitting here anyway. So, right figured on. I'd join you. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for saving us and uh thanks also for everything you do on the channel and stuff. I'm always gonna be here for my husband's. That's, <laughs> that's right. Um <laughs> how are you doing, Jasper? Uh I'm doing all right. I've been playing X Defiant today, uh playing Ghostwire last night. Uh X Defiant can use some work, but it has potential. Uh it's I think most of it right now is server issues because the latency, like dying around corners, is pretty bad. It's the worst I've seen in any game. <laughs> so if they can get the servers, if they can get the server side fixed, it it may have legs. So we'll see. So it's the worst you've ever seen in any game ever. Uh, but it might have some legs here. We'll see. I uh, yeah. I haven't had a chance to dive back in yet, but I got it uh, reinstalling right now. So I've tried it two other times. Are we allowed to stream it this time? Yeah. We are. But okay, babe. I thought that the I know the first time that you played it, you didn't like it at all. But I thought this last time that you had played it, the second time that you didn't think it was as bad. It wasn't as bad. It was improved, but it was still bad. Oh, okay. But it's, I mean, it was still playable. It was more playable this last time. So right. we'll, we'll give it a go again and see what, how it's improved. I think Ubisoft needs a win. So <laughs> maybe I'll. Multi- it's multiplayer, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's, a, like, it's like Call of Duty, but Ubisoft. Oh, is it, uh, is it take a long time to install? Or is it it's small? 50 gigs, so. I don't know maybe what the like fuck an, that means. Maybe like an hour or two for you. Oh, wow. Okay. I can um, invite you, I think, to the, because yeah. it's like a beta, like a closed oh, beta. Oh, not thing. everyone can play. Okay. Yeah. It's like by invite only or whatever, but oh. I, I have invites I can send out. I bet you I have one. Would it be in like my Microsoft email? Yeah. If you have one, I, I don't, I don't know. You might have to, you might you need to check that and see. I will. Uh, if you're signed up with Ubisoft's website, maybe. I'm Let's pretty see. sure I am, but. Right on. Oh, we got. Are... <laughs> Side note also, I was going to announce today 
we do have a new panel member on the show. But unfortunately, he wasn't able to make it today. <laughs> but uh, I did want to make a formal announcement that uh, you've seen him the last couple of weeks. He's been on numerous times the last few weeks. A Game Pass dad is now officially a panel member for Xbox Ultimate Podcast, part of the Fun Speculation family. So congratulations to Bob, a.k.a. Game Pass dad. Whenever he's available on a Friday, he's going to be joining us. Uh, one of the great guys out there. Yeah, I'm glad that he's joining our channel and uh, the show. Um You'll see more of them. A lot of Bob will be a lot of pickles. You'll see a lot more pickle, uh, pickle Papa and all that kind of stuff. So looking forward to seeing Bob again on the show. Um, but we also have Pong Soul. If you heard me and Pong last night, we had a, a long, uh, about three hour show. But that was a lot of fun. Uh, how are you doing, Pong? I'm exhausted, but great thing about caffeine is you can borrow from the future energy reserves and uh, be okay. So that's what I'm doing right now, but uh, great to be here, fam. Uh, basically what Mav is trying to say with that last little bit there was that between 3-Bit and Bob, we're actually going to have maybe a whole member. So uh, that'll, <laughs> you know, that, that'll be nice. Between those two, uh, we might actually have a full panel each week. Uh, no, it's great to hear that uh, Pickle Papa is joining us. It is April, so he is Pickle Papa the entire month. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's great that he's joining the, the family. But great to see everybody here. Great to have the beautiful Miss Caitlin on board. Uh, my surprise new wife. Uh, amazing yeah. to have you here, Caitlin. You might want to say that on the down low in your house. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. It's just jokes. It was the bell. That's jokes. what did it for me. Do we, do we live in Utah? Is this this yeah. kind of relationship? Yes. That's, we're going to all have to move there. So maybe you all see us soon from one house. Wouldn't that be fun? Let's go. Oh, my gosh. Xbox Ultimate on the next level. Let's do this. Uh, oh, wait, does no. that, wait, that's sister wives, though. But does that make us like. Brother, you're gonna brother be brother husbands. husbands. Wait, brother husbands. <laughs> so yeah. is this like, was this your whole plan, Mav? Because you always dreamed about that cabin and us all meeting there. So like, is that in Utah? Or? It's in Utah. It's yeah. in Utah. But you, you guys yeah. ain't touching my wife. I'll kill you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I think that's Caitlin's decisions, not yours. Yeah. I mean, sorry. You don't own her, Mav. You don't own her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I own y'all. It's true. She does. Uh, no, great. Great to be here. Uh, happy Friday night, everybody. I hope you all had a phenomenal week. And uh, we got some topics to get into. <laughs> Obviously, if you heard our show last night, this is adult daycare. Uh, this is not actual podcasting. So uh, we are the man babies and man lady uh, tonight uh, who are man going lady. to cry. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, no, wait. No, I didn't mean yeah. that. Uh, Woman no. baby. La lady baby. Is there something lady you baby. haven't told me, babe? I'm confused. <laughs> I, don't know what I did screw about. that one up. Uh, yeah, Lady Baby is what I meant to say. So, okay. uh, <laughs> I want a divorce, please. <laughs> ah, we're already down one. All right. Anyways, uh, awesome to be here. We do have a lot to get into, and we're going to cry some more about Red Fail and uh, maybe preach some doom and gloom how Xbox, because uh, Red Fail is 30 frames. It's over with, folks. It's over with because that's all we do is talk about how Xbox is dying. And this is it. This is it. So uh, not too many more episodes of Xbox Ultimate. We're going to have to swap on over. We're going to do the Switch. Uh, yeah. This will be PlayStation Ultimate soon enough because Xbox is toast. Uh, I'm thinking about the PC know. Ultimate. This is where we're going to Well, go. yeah, we do PC Ultimate, too. Yeah, let's do PC Ultimate. PC, yeah, PCMR Ultimate. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Big time Xbox fans here. But, uh, yeah, it's been a little disappointing. We had two shows this week already, like a three-hour show on wednesday just oh i know all red you guys ball. were internet famous for a while i mean there's a lot of people talking about you out there 
uh, on Twitter. Yeah, uh, it was interesting. <laughs> um, three hours show where man babies just cry. Hey, it's the purge, um, everybody. Yeah. Lose your subs this week by criticizing Xbox. It's yeah, fantastic. Let's go. Even Boxenberger lost over 100 subs. My God, out of all people, Boxenberger. Yeah. Really? <laughs> the the okay. gaming right. enthusiast from Germany lost those. <laughs> interesting. Uh, shout out to Boxenberger. He's got an amazing yeah, channel. Shout out to Brother Box. Um, yeah, so we won't talk as much about Redfall today just because we've ran the gamut between last night's show and uh wednesday's show but it is still a little bit of a conversation to have so um i kind of more of a community conversation though like about what goes on when xbox is deserving of criticism right they know Uh, are (laughs) apparently so (laughs) uh huge xbox fans we're we're all like primary platform is xbox and you know, I feel like, you know, we've all been waiting and patient and singing the praises and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, sometimes it's just shit ain't good enough and you kind of let people know. And then it's like this massive backlash about whining and crying and and uh, and, and stuff like that. And it's like, for me, I just never want to be the just person just to accept whatever and just say, OK, sure. You know what I mean? And uh, some things are more important to me than others. Right. Um, you just don't care about devs, Math. Apparently. So, uh, yeah. uh, they do this stuff for free, and they're giving us things out of the goodness of their heart. I, I care and about devs, but I don't put devs <laughs> above anybody else. Right? Like, I'll, 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 I openly say, I've talked about that numerous times. Like, they get my respect. I appreciate everything they do. I appreciate the art that they yeah, create. They perform miracles. Yeah. Miracles. Yeah. I, they, it's amazing. I, they're playing these games. Like, who, somebody has to make them, you know? Um, but... Uh, for me, the developer game developers aren't above criticism. Xbox isn't above criticism, just like anybody else. We're not above criticism, right? We got plenty of it this past week, right? And that's and that's fair, you know. If you uh, if you how dare you, man? If you don't like uh, you know uh, any ne- negative talk or criticism, then if you want to live in a bubble, that's you, you know. And I respect that completely, right? But I don't like when people spend all day talking about and shit talking people that have criticism over something instead of actually addressing the topic at hand if you want to say hey i'm okay with 30 frames it is what it is for me i like i'm good with that that's cool right but when you go online and you just shit talk people for an entire day that are criticizing something that's more weird energy for me because it's like what do you care more about the stuff that people are saying or do you care more about the game right and it's kind of strange that somebody that says that they don't care about what people say spend all day talking about what people are saying. Just a thought, right? But, uh, you know, Redfall is a little bit of a disappointment. Um, but it's been interesting with the community. Like, uh, it's almost like this civil war going on right now is what it's been called. And that's, I think that's overreaching because I think everybody, for the most part, is cool. Like, it's uh, one fucking sided though. Yeah, it seems like it. What do you mean by that, that though? We've had civil war. I mean time. like <laughs> all these guys that are pissed off at like y'all for going after Xbox and criticizing them. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because like why do they care? I I don't see a lot of people going after those people that are okay with it. You know? But I I, I oh, exactly, that's what I mean. Shit. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like y'all aren't get, talking shit on them because they don't care. Right. You're so wrong for not caring. Yeah, I, Why don't you care? Why don't you fucking care? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you're you're right about that. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like personal criticism versus game criticism. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And that's where it's, it, it's weird and it's weird. different because like some people out there feel like they have to defend something no matter what. So then it goes to in uh, attacking anybody that's criticizing it. You know what I mean? Um, and this is a par for the course for whenever anything comes up. I remember, you know, Xbox Live price increase, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Twelve months, you know, for the for the E3 showcase uh, last year. Uh, different things like that. Uh, delay of Starfield and Redfall. Uh, Starfield was pushed announced in September. We gave a little bit of smoke about that because of the twelve month show, right? Um, the, these are the different things and uh, really you can count them on one hand the amount of criticism really that we've had over the last couple of years and um but it's just really interesting that energy that gets put out there every single time um is that we've talked we've talked about it too man we, we've yeah. talked about it though we've talked about the people who do do this at different times because again they wind up doing is lumping everybody together and that's yeah. like the shitty part like when they decide that they when they decide that you you're wrong for your opinion and they don't agree that you should be voicing your opinion, then they just lump everybody together and they start calling out everybody. Like that's not how this works. I agree that there is a point where criticism is way too much and you get like again, there's people out there calling for Phil's job. Right. Like <laughs> oh, okay, all right. L- listen, it's all calm down here. So I agree that there's a point where it goes overboard, but they don't ever specify exactly what they're talking about they just go anybody criticizing right now is on the wrong side and you guys are all just wannabe ponies you want to be clickbait artists you just want these views that's all you're doing this for you make it all up like they do that generalization of everybody who happens to be having a different opinion than them and it's like no that's not it's more nuanced than that there are those of us who want to have intelligent conversations with criticism involved that are actually explaining why we have an issue with this versus the people out there going, fire Phil, worst ever. This is the reason why Microsoft (laughs) sucks or the doom and gloom. Microsoft is done. It's over with. Mm -hmm. They can't do shit right. It's done. That's it. Close up shop. Like that is completely separate from what we do here or at least attempt to do. And I hope that everybody, I know most of our audience understands that, but the people that do fire off that create the civil war, which there is no war. I mean, this this isn't just just a gaming, it's not a gaming industry thing. Like this is political. There's it's like political side to it. There's sports side to it. Like it's not just a gaming issue. It's just culture. Like it's culture in general. It's it's social media. It's all of it. And we talked about that too. And I've certainly talked about it in plenty of rants about what happens nowadays that people can't normal discourse and discussion is gone. Like there is like in for many people, it's all in or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. it's all black or white it's all that's it either you're evil or you're good like there is no (laughs) anything in between like at all um and that's with everything like jasper just said i totally agree it's just that here in gaming which is even more ridiculous if you think about it at the end of the day uh it, it 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 surfaced and it's it's pouring out because like mav said every time 
we have something like this. This is exactly what happened. So, uh, again, we try to be more intelligent. We try to come with actual basis and facts behind what we're saying. And, again, at the end of the day, it's just an opinion. And we're not sitting here telling everybody that you're wrong if you want to play Redfall at 30 frames. Don't care. I want you guys to enjoy yeah. it. Like I said last night, I want screenshots. I want videos because I'm going to be living living vicariously through you until that patch hits. Mm-hmm. Because I'm still excited for Redfall. Yeah, I, so I still I think it's going to be a Redfall. great game. Yes, right. Yeah. And that doesn't but, not having that doesn't make it a great. It, it doesn't take it away. You know what I mean? But listen, if any of these guys catch any of you guys playing that game i'm on pc so i'm good i got the i got the i got the card out of it <laughs> that's right yeah. yeah i know i know we gotta we better it's watch out like, if i catch santa any claus of is watching game, yeah. what 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 the fuck are you gonna do what are you gonna <laughs> do you're gonna post you're gonna about it say something you're gonna post about it just like you always you're do. gonna it's say a- something oh my god I've, I've already come out and said i ain't playing it though until six right. frames coming out but like uh, that people have said that if i catch any of you playing it you know <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> What what is it? Oh my god, I'm gonna be so you fucking call the cops on me. Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> down. Yeah, it, it's interesting, man. The gaming community is great, uh, amazing. I one of the best communities around because it's so passionate, right? We love the we love the games that we play. We are invested into the ecosystems. We care about the news. We care about what's coming. We care about all these things. In my opinion, there's really no other industry really like gaming for that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And that's one of the best things about it. But sometimes the ugly kind of creeps its head through there when things don't aren't more um, universal with the opinions. You know what I mean? Um, but it's just it's just interesting. Uh, and I hope that people can learn to accept other people's opinions without thinking there's some some kind of um ulterior ulterior motive motive behind it right right? and that's the main thing that really pisses me off more than anything and we talked about this before with those other discussions is about there's some disingenuous shows out there disingenuous creators and all this kind of stuff that just you whatever just because they know that's going to feed into their audience right they know it's going to feed into uh the chat if they're going to feed into all this or that and and i made a promise early on when we first started, when I was doing the show by myself, right? That will never be this channel, right? I'm super positive about Xbox. I love Xbox. I love gaming in general. But any thoughts that come from me or anybody on this panel is going to be genuine, yeah, regardless of that the audience likes it or not, right? And we see what happens when they don't. And uh, for the most part, this audience has been absolutely amazing. And the chat is always supportive of us. And in this channel um but you can see sometimes when things happen there's a few knuckleheads that kind of creep in there you know what i mean but it's all right and if you disagree you disagree that's okay just just try and be a little bit respectful when you go on twitter instead of uh calling people names and, and all that kind of stuff because that's just like it's getting it gets a little ridiculous at that point in my opinion um but thanks to this chat amazing chat here we already got 96 people here hanging out, uh, a wonderful group of people. It'll get some new faces, familiar faces, and the like. Uh, shout out to if you're listening to this show later on audio platforms as well, like Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you choose to listen. Thank you so much as well. Appreciate each and every one of you. 
I got a couple super chats to already get to. Shout out to the amazing uh, Chris Jones, writer for Lognet, uh, with a $5 super chat. Says, I'm proud of Mav. Haven't seen any animal crackers in a long time. He must have kicked the habit. LOL. I thought I did, Chris, until you said the word animal crackers in the super chat. Um, now I'm craving animal crackers, and I'm starting to question my wife. My wife, not y'all's wife. Um, my wife. Why, why there hasn't been... <laughs> my wife. Why there hasn't been in any of our grocery orders lately. Where's my animal crackers, babe? I, I don't know. Uh, she's trying to help you yeah uh, i i don't understand i mean i bet i told you a little while ago i was kind of like nauseous you know what my go-to is if i'm feeling that way Triscuits. is is animal crackers they're so bland they just absorb whatever's in your fucking stomach <laughs> you know what i mean so it's just like perfect it's yeah but now you have those little like you know pieces of triscuit yeah absorbing it those up. little nice pieces of shredded wheat shit in my in my stomach <laughs> yeah it's great i uh, i love that as opposed to my uh slightly sweet crispy animal crackers um Nothing sweet about those animal crackers oh they're fantastic <laughs> pong you just gotta try them <laughs> they literally taste like cardboard like like seriously correct there are a couple of molecules away from cardboard <laughs> um it makes them entirely it, it might be cheaper to buy packing peanuts for you to eat <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to die. Okay. You can eat those. No, they've got edible packing peanuts now. They've had them for a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like GameStop. pirates' booty and stuff. Are you? Are you like serious? That. They got, yeah. They yeah, made them yeah. non-toxic and edible because kids would eat them. Correct. No. They, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. They, you know what they taste like? They taste like unflavored cheese puffs. So you, I kind of. So you've chosen to eat them. Try them. Oh, I have yeah. never we, eaten we them, try, but we used to try them at GameStop all the time when they started showing up. Because the packaging would say, did you just the packaging would say completely, you know, it would it would put it sell it out, you know, that it was. Let, let me get this right. You walk into a GameStop and they're like, "Are you here yeah. for a trade in, sir?" You, no, are you no, no. When I worked, when I worked, Pog is like, "No, sir, I'm not here to buy a game. No, I'm I here to try some packing peanuts. Yeah, <laughs> packing peanuts. No, no. When I worked there." And they started sending their all the games. Yeah. So, you, so your manager just walks into the back. Oh yeah! And oh, then no, we all you just fucking just he was the first one. Down he was the peanuts. first one. He's like, oh, I'll try it. Let's try these things out. I'll try it. Popped in his mouth. Yeah. So yeah. now I know what's yeah, wrong with Pong, everybody. Um, it wasn't lead paint. It was. It wasn't edible. paint chips. But you got to make sure you get the non-toxic ones that are edible because yes. there's some yes. that aren't. What if they slipped in the wrong ones and you didn't Low. know? How would you know? You would know because it would <laughs> dissolve in your mouth. These like you dissolve. You would know in your mouth. if they slipped in the wrong ones. <laughs> oh, these me. are the so you <laughs> so you know that the other ones don't dissolve in your mouth. Well, of course not. Have you ever looked at them and broke them apart? Come on. Yeah, but I never like put one in my mouth before. I've never put an unedible <laughs> one in my mouth. No, I've never done that. Okay. I try not to put too many things in my mouth that I don't know what they are. Pause. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Chris Jones with the $2 super chat says, didn't know we were all married. News to me. Chris, stay away from my wife. <laughs> I misspoke. <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. Uh, Our wife. Our <laughs> <laughs> <A> wife. <laughs> um, Alvin, member for 10 months. Uh, appreciate you, Alvin. Says, wait, folks were really upset. This isn't a bit. Wow, people were really upset. <laughs> the people were extremely upset. Um, oh, yeah. it's a little, it's a little interesting. Um, <laughs> Game Pass Dad, shout out to again the newest panel member, Game Pass Dad, graciously hit us with a super chat. 
Uh, $5 says, I wonder if I do a super chat if Mav will read it verbatim like Anchorman. I am going to play Redfall at 30 frames per second and love it. My wife! <laughs> <laughs> so nobody clipped that little piece out because I'm sure that's what Game Pass Dad wanted. Fraud! Fraud! <laughs> if that got posted on uh, on Twitter with that clip, uh, that would be interesting. Um, sh- shout out to Bob. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. And your, wa- your mom... Uh, it's in the chat, babe. And she says, wow, I, I sure Our entered mom's this. in the chat. <laughs> Hi, mom. Our mother-in-law. Our mother-in-law's in the chat. It says, wow, I sure entered this conversation at the wrong time. Yeah. Oh, my god. We all learned something about Pong. Um, he likes to put weird things in his mouth and figure out if they dissolve. No. I said I No, he tries to, to avoid putting yes. weird things Let's in his mouth. Let's stop changing the story Except now. for packing peanuts. Those are acceptable. Because we knew they were edible. <laughs> Everybody and somebody knew this except first. you two, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, I had no clue. That's interesting. I'm going to go try some. I'm going to go to GameStop tomorrow and say, hey. <laughs> You know, oh I'm not. Can I cancel my Redfall pre-order and get some packing peanuts instead? They please? specifically have the best one. Although I don't know, GameStop's getting delivered. <laughs> they have the oh, best they one. Were good? Oh, you're not helping the case here. <laughs> you went around sampling different stores, packing peanuts, oh, and be like, "That was a joke." GameStops <laughs> are by far the best. <laughs> we're gonna Pong's gonna start his uh, own YouTube channel soon, and it's gonna be a, a packing peanuts review a review channel. I think. Um, I, I tried Home Depot's. They have more of a woody taste. So I don't like those. <laughs> Oh, man. Interesting. All right. So, yeah, I mean, Redfall's been an interesting conversation the last few days, but uh, um, I still think it's a good game. There, A game can be good, but still be 30 frames. Like, I think Gotham Knights is a good game. Mm-hmm. Does it deter me from wanting to play it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 100%. Sure. Um, so, it's just is what it is at this point, and we'll have to hope for the best for the game, and hopefully get that... Uh, Hopefully get that uh, update out sooner than later, right? I I think that would be the best, in, or unless they decide to delay. Um, Jasper, any chance they'll, they delay this thing? No, not at all. No. The game's coming out. Again, um, it's technically not broken, so they're not going to delay it. Right. Pong, any chance? No. No, they would have announced it. They would they would have come out the next week, day yeah. already. Yeah, the yeah. fact that they're ignoring it completely and not saying anything, which Xbox doesn't have to they, they just put out a new trailer today yeah they put out new character. trailers today and everything yeah. they're carrying out with their marketing they're doing what they have to do and xbox doesn't owe us anything they don't have to say anything we can criticize and they don't have to come out and respond yeah, at all for sure sometimes they do uh phil has in the past obviously when the delay stuff was happening he made a post about it which we read off last night you read off last night so they've been very you know transparent that way but this time around a couple of weeks away three weeks away from launch no there's no chance they're there's they're gonna roll it out there and deal with it so yeah. like i said this decision was made a while ago they knew they knew they weren't gonna hit the 60 frame mark uh months ago i'm yeah. guarantee that and they still made the decision because you know like i said last night my belief my opinion is that that there was no way they were gonna have all three of their big games fall out of that 12 months it's already bad enough to are and we've talked about that already why that's bad but to have all three fall out would have been awful. I, I mean, again, there was no recovery. So I think that they are pushing this out the door. Unlike we've seen them in the past, they gave Redfall a delay. But at this point with Arcane, yeah, I just think they personally talked about it. And Phil's and Phil and the rest of the team are like, no, we got to get this game out. So get it out in May. Uh, if that means no sixty frames, then that means no sixty frames. We'll get it. We'll get it later. Yeah. So yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, babe, you 
I think like I mean there's a th- it's the game's set to release in what three weeks three and a half weeks something like that was it the second or the fifth second like second I think yeah. is what it is right it's like yeah so technically that's less than three weeks yep. yeah I guess it'd be too late right um we'll see it's done been done before it's not like it's it never has. happened if it they has. do it's gonna be all y'all's fault just so you know <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept the blame I'll accept the blame to, for the release of a better game. Um, spooky member for four months says Kate said husbands. How many Mavs are stashed away, babe? That was Mavs doing, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that was Mavs own yeah. fault. <laughs> what are you getting? Other husbands is my fault. I, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, you, you said, said our, our wife. wife. Oh, yes. yeah. That's what it all stemmed from. <laughs> You're right. My fault. My I'm fault. I'm not just out here for it. <laughs> out. You're doing it. Did, wait, did you give one of them my animal crackers? No one, no, none of us want that shit. No, you know I wouldn't eat that shit. <laughs> Jesus, I'd send it back. No, I get them frosted ones. You bought the wrong husband animal Ooh. crackers. They just won't admit it. Um, no, she gets us frosted ones. You just yeah. don't get your frosted ones <laughs> Right on. Um, yeah, thanks to the chat. We got do have to get to our sponsor as well. Um, shout out to manscaped.com, who is a sponsor oh. of this channel. Um, gentlemen, if you didn't already know, it's tax season here in the U.S. And you know what that means? It means that Manscaped is here to make sure your paperwork is done and your boys downstairs are having fun. Make sure you spend your tax return money on the important things this year, like family, friends, and ball deodorant. Join the 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code FUNSPECULATION. Again, that's 20% off plus free shipping with code funny, fun speculation uh, at manscaped.com. Uh, don't just get your money back this year. Get your swagger back, too, with Manscaped. Let's go. Um, great products. Love, uh, love the stuff that they sent us. It's awesome stuff. So shout out to Manscaped. Thank you again for uh, sponsoring the channel. And, uh, guys, it's pretty good savings. If you want to go check it out, um, just go to manscaped.com. Get 20% off on the lawnmower 4.0 is $20. If you're in the U.S., plus free shipping, so that's like probably around thirty bucks of savings at least. Um, well, we got some interesting other news today, though, guys. This is about to turn its head on, uh, turn it flip on its head, and turn into a positive. I, I don't know what I was going with. <laughs> Why are you going with that? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm nauseous. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, we're about to flip this on its head and turn it into a it's the pos- triscuits, everybody. positive Xbox conversation. He had healthy food. <laughs> it's affecting I don't know him. what to do. Where's my sugar? Where's my sugar? Um, yeah, there you go. Mm. Better. All right. So um, there's a Supreme Court ruling that has just taken place, everybody. And this is yeah. uh, revolving an ongoing case that, uh, shout out to Hogue Law, pointed this out a long time ago. Uh, originally, when the ABK uh, merger went down, uh, the announcement went down, and after that, they had to do their public filings, and then all these things. And then, um, back way back then, Hoglaw pointed out about this other case that was going on, and it could have big implications on the uh, ABK acquisition. Well, finally, now in April, we have the decision that has come down. This is revolving a company called Axon. Um, that has sued the FTC, I believe. I'm not sure exactly yes. what took place to get this all started. Yes. 
but yeah. it went to the Supreme Court, who they have ruled nine zero, I believe, uh, in favor of Axon here to basically bypass the FTC's drag on tactics um, and their internal reviews. The saying that yeah, you shouldn't have to wait for their own judge within the FTC to make these decisions. You shouldn't have to allow this to drag on past your uh, your termination dates of your contracts, all these things. Um, we find that that's not right. And they've said, hey, you can go ahead and pass it on through to us. This is a big deal. And not just for Microsoft and ABK acquisition. This is wrestling away the one big power that Lena Khan had at her fingertips. This is wrestling away the biggest tool that the FTC has at its disposal to use against the ABK acquisition and other big tech acquisitions going forward. Um, regardless if this is a great thing at the end of the day, I, I don't know. However, in this situation, if you want Xbox and you want this uh, ABK acquisition to go forward without lots of delays and lots of hurdles and stuff like that, this is big deal because essentially what this means is Xbox could sue the FTC get the uh, filings uh, made pushed forward through the Supreme Court, it sounds like, and have them make the decision, um, or federal courts, uh, federal courts, and have them make the decision as opposed to having these things like the like Lena Khan and the FTC wants to do by dragging these things out and causing problems with the contracts and the acquisition deadlines, right? Because that's been their tactics all along. Um, on these deals. And now Xbox has already come out and said beforehand that they were going to close ahead of the termination date regardless. But some were still questioning whether that was going to happen or not. But it seems like with this now, that's even less out of the question. And they can just kind of push forward with this without F worrying too much about the FTC. Um, so now this later this month, we're still expecting the CMA decision uh, within the next week or two. Right. And after that, shortly following would be the EC decision. Uh, this deal could end up getting closed with ABK sooner now because of this ruling uh, for this different case. Um, so shout out to Hogue Law for a long time ago pointing that out. And uh, it's really interesting stuff here. So is this Lena Khan? Is she just basically caused less power for the FTC? It seems what it's like to me because all these things that they've been doing has been uh, now, grasping for more powers, grasping for laws to be changed in their favor has actually reversed course and has done the opposite. Now they actually have less power than they've had in the past. Mm -hmm. So, hmm. interesting. Lena Khan's done a, a lot of damage just because she's been so... Let, let's be clear. This was a loophole that the FTC used long before Lena Khan. Yes. Yep. This, this has been around. This was an abuse of power that the FPC, FTC had been doing for a very long time. Uh, so even when other people were in charge, this is something that when a case was brought forward, the FTC would use this stall tactic by putting it to an internal review and continuing the process because with companies that aren't trillion dollar Microsoft corporations, that's where this company yeah. came in. They're a small company. A lot of those companies would just drop out and throw up their hands and say, we give up. It was that's all this this that's what this was. This was a tactic, a stall tactic to make people quit because the legal fees to get through this process were astronomical. On top of the fact that they could just continuously delay this internally until 
forever. Like they, that's why this company actually took it all the way to the Supreme Court is because their deal's been wrapped up for years. And there's a timeline timeline that's supposed to happen within the FTC. And the FTC has just been ignoring that timeline when they don't want a case to go to federal courts and just been doing, oh, nope, we need more time. We've got to stall. And they come up with reasons and they get their internal judges to agree to it. And they push court dates back and all this kind of stuff. So again, this abuse has been a long time coming. However, Lena Khan, obviously, and what the FTC has been doing underneath her have brought it to a new level in other areas. So this company was already in the courts with this case. They've been bringing it up through the system. That's why they finally got to the Supreme Court. So this was all kind of happening at the same time. But this is kind of the perfect storm for Microsoft. And again, shout out to Hogue. We talked about it when Hogue talked about it back in the day. But shout out to Hogue for, again, being amazing person. And please, everybody, go check out his latest video where he talks about the stroke and he's doing a whole series on it. Uh, But not only just being a great human being, but a resource to us. Because, again, this is a guy who deals in these situations and understands it. And that's why he called this out so long ago because he knew this case was coming up and he knew what kind of impact it could have for Microsoft and ABK. And the fact that this has now come about, and he predicted this, he thought this was going to win because he said the Supreme Court would not have taken this case unless they really were already leaning towards, hey, this is wrong and the FTC needs to be held here accountable. We need to change this. So this has all come about now. So the big deal is, is it doesn't change anything short term for Microsoft right now, they're still waiting on the EC. They're still waiting on the CMA. And I, I don't think we'll hear anything about this until the EC and the CMA both rule uh, April. And then we expect some time in May. The Axion case said that the final ruling is in June for those Axion versus. It, yeah. Is it finally June? Okay. okay. Perfect. That just rolls right into what I was going to say anyway. So thank you, Jasper. I appreciate that. So yeah, short term, it doesn't change anything. But after that's all said and done, let's say the EC, the CMA both approved this deal with concessions, whatever the case may be, everything's looking good. You guys got to remember the FTC already said, oh, well, we're not going to hear your case, Microsoft and ABK, until August. Yeah. Which puts it past the deal, the contract date, the due date for ABK and Microsoft, which means they would have to renegotiate. So let's say everything's free and clear, except for the FTC at that point. And June rolls around, Supreme Court's final decision is locked in the books, set to go. Well, now, if the FTC isn't budging, and they're still playing their game, which everybody's kind of expecting them to at this point, then Microsoft can now go, all right, cool, let's go. And they can bring it and use this case to say, we're being treated unfairly, the FTC tying us up. This deal needs to get to the federal court so we can get this rolling because their internal judge, even if they're supposed to be neutral, we all know how that kind of works. So let's get this to the federal court so we can be done with this thing sooner because we got a deal in place and we're running out of time before we got to renegotiate. And then they could rule and say, yes, absolutely, federal courts. Now get it. FTC, it's out of your internal your internal review. It's going straight to the federal courts. And then that whole process will start. And Microsoft. Again, for people who don't remember, again, shout out to Hogue for explaining all this stuff. Back in the day, Microsoft, when this first started with the FTC, when they first went to the internal review, said up front, their attorneys walked in and said, listen, we're already expecting this to go to the courts. So we're going to start front loading everything to you, internal FTC judge. I forget his name now. 
uh, we're going to start front loading all this documentation to you so that when it does go to the federal courts, we're not going to be wasting time producing documents. We want everything up front. And this judge agreed and said, yep, go ahead and do that. So they've been front loading their whole case already. So again, if it gets to the federal courts, that means a much quicker time frame uh, for Microsoft and ABK uh, to get a ruling on this. And again, as we've been saying from the beginning, as the experts have been saying from the beginning, anybody who knows anything about M&A law has been out here and says FTC has no case. That's why they didn't want to go to the federal courts. That's why they didn't apply for an injunction. They don't want this anywhere near the federal courts. They just want to delay this and hope that the EC, CMA, and some of the other regulatory bodies nixed it. Yeah. So then Microsoft would give up here. Well, the opposite is now happening seemingly. We don't know yet for sure, but seemingly everybody else has turned the corner that was kind of opposed to this. So it'll be the FTC that's alone on this island. And that's when Microsoft has the full advantage uh, and they are going to take this to the federal courts and win. So then it's just a matter of time. Yeah, well said. Good explanation, Pong. Explain it way better than I can. So thank you. <laughs> um yeah i think uh this just helps microsoft even more because yeah i even heard industry analysts be like well i still gotta get through that ftc all those hurdles and stuff and this is a big move to uh to help that right uh welcome to the show three bit thanks for being late appreciate you here man <laughs> no, i'm just kidding uh, well, welcome to the show man uh you've been working on a game or something uh a little bit yeah yeah. I've been working on some yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 What's, your, what's your work? <laughs> it's been busy. It's been really busy, but I, I definitely had to hop on for this show. Um, wanted to see my fam and uh, and talk some talk some gaming, talk some FTC stuff. Uh, Pong, you said it very well. I don't think I could say that any better. I know. Um, Can you just while, explain why, why you made Redfall 30 frames? Three bit first. <laughs> yeah. How you did that? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry man I Go ahead. My, my, my fault my fault uh no um yeah I, you explained it very well pong like for for different um uh hoes has been saying for a while um other youtuber xbox centric youtubers are saying like ftc doesn't really have a case and it's not that they don't have power per se it's just they just it's just the way that we handle regulation here in the U.S. compared to other places. Um, you have to go through the courts, make sure everything is fair, and just go through due process. And um, you can't have a, a body that basically is like, "Hey, we don't, we don't want your game." We're going to change we the rules company. on the fly. That doesn't work here. Yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't doesn't really work here comparatively to right. other places. So the, the only um, problem I see with it is like they could come up with like the FTC if they're going to like be fighting the Supreme Court, they could maybe find some way to like delay it even longer. And also, it's the government, so it could just get delayed naturally just through slow shit going on with the government. So like I don't know if like it necessarily gets finished in June. Like is there there's a possibility yeah. they could delay it still. So yeah. There is. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be done in June, yeah. but I'm saying that they'll get to that point and yeah. they'll be able to move it to the courts and nix that August FTC court date, right? That internal court date that they set. They'll nix that and hopefully move up the timeline in a federal court. They could find a favorable federal court to take the case sooner rather than later, right? Because yeah. of the time sensitivity of the contract, that could all happen. And that's why. Microsoft has million dollar attorneys because of and the fact <laughs> yeah, that it's so. being approved in so many other places. I mean, 
good luck to the FTC if they did want to fight this. I, it's going to be a hard battle for it's, them. It's and, been a losing case for them all along. Like we've like we said, like they've they were the last least of the worries for me for Microsoft. Yeah. It was mainly the CMA. To me, it was the CMA. Like yeah. well, I mean, Microsoft, the CMA, I'm like. Microsoft has yeah. pretty much said that they're going to go ahead with it in the states yeah. anyway, regardless of their decision. So yeah, they said regardless. Who said that? I remember uh, Brad hearing that Smith, somewhere. I like, think. no, it was the lead was attorney. The I forget is a lady. I forget her name. Uh, uh, but she was the one that actually told the FTC judge internally when they did their uh, uh, provisional fight. Uh, I forget exactly the response. I think they had to them when they had their hearing. Uh, they had the hearing and. Uh, she told the FTC judge basically like, look, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to get the proposed remedies to the CMA and the EC, right? And whatever they accept, then we're going to propose those same ones to you guys. And if you don't like those and you don't allow us to close, we're still going to close (laughs) over the top. And regardless of what you say, expecting that you're going to take as federal right and that's what they told them because they didn't want to have to renegotiate their uh contract with abk because there's a deadline and that's the ftc's tactics with these deals right is to drag these things on past the deadlines and that's why this ruling is a big step forward because it 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 makes it to where uh microsoft doesn't have to even prolong it even if they do close in june like, even if the federal courts don't hear it yet, it still gets a resolution faster, right? As opposed to the FTC potentially trying to drag this thing on for years, which is what they would want to do, right? And uh, the Supreme Court made the right call in this situation because, you know, like, that tactic is, is it's a tactic. It's not a legitimate thing. It's a stall tactic to try and uh, get these deals to get them to back out and give up without actually making a decision, right? And that's not, that's really not fair for any business, it's right? It's an abuse of power. Yeah, is what it is, is. exactly. So and wasn't it like the FTC when, when Microsoft first got in the room and they were basically going to be talking about why the deal is beneficial and what they'll do to negotiate that the deal, um, when they first sat in the room, I think it was Brad was, in the room with the FTC for like 11 minutes or something. And they basically was like, no, we're, we're canceling it. Like they didn't even yeah. bother hearing them out. Like that's, I remember that's whenever that that's when early. they posted on Twitter. Remember that's yeah. when the Microsoft communications manager posted on Twitter that they were out in Washington, DC and everybody, and we they wouldn't like, even hear their started and they yeah. showed up and FTC with Lena was like, yeah, no, we're not even talking about this now. We're not, we're not going to do that. <laughs> so crazy. You would think that you, you know, they're the goal of the FTC is to actually investigate to see if this deal, you know, that's where it gets all political. Cause like if, if you were actually doing a job and it, you would see that, like, uh, or at least just talk to Microsoft. I, I feel like in, in that situation, and that's, that's my, hap- my world where everything is fair. And, you know, that's not how things are, but <laughs> <laughs> you silly young kid, you, you're so cute. You would think the FTC would. You little goal. innocent <laughs> baby, look at you. Everything's great. Everybody would think in the world. world. <laughs> <laughs> all good, though. All good. Shout out to the chat again. Appreciate you all watching. Uh, God Emperor Sofa King hit us with a $2 super chat. I uh, appreciate you. Said Microsoft, you triggered my trap card. What's a trap, what's a trap card? 
Oh it, my! It's <laughs> I, I, I'm. This is above me. Exactly what it is. It's technically, uh, it's technically trap like Yu-Gi-Oh or something. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, a lot of those card games have trap cards, but it's yeah. like it's a meme where it's like someone tries oh, to make a play. Okay. It's like, yeah. You activated that my thing. trap card. Oh, okay, got it. So like yeah. their play doesn't work. <laughs> Got it. But just did the Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Is that uh, what that means? I thought, was, I thought that was something else. Yeah, no, Caitlin. Uh, no. <laughs> this isn't Dead Island. Okay. <laughs> uh, that that's funny. next week. Yeah. Um, like, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't recommend anybody searching the archives of our channel for Smell My Hand video. Don't do that. I don't recommend it. Um, <laughs> shout out to spartan 661 with a very generous five dollar super chat said i enjoy all your shows i try to listen to them when i can thank you for what you do hey super appreciate that super kind thoughts um means a lot uh just to hear anybody say something like that we got numerous shows on this channel um and uh the fact that you say you like them all that 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 means a lot to me so i appreciate that very much um yeah, and also... Hey, can I real quick shout out... I don't know, on Twitter, it's Icon Era. They sent me a uh, code for the X Defiant. Oh, oh sweet. Hey, hey, oh, hey, hey. Thank you nice. for that. Nice. Shout out to Icon Era. Thank you for sending my wife a code. That's the most you're allowed to put me in her DMs. Our wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yes, um, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Xbox Expansion Pass. Shout out to Luke, one of the great podcasters around. The one-man talent show man extraordinaire. Uh, man. Man. One-man man. 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 The Luke is great. He, like, nobody Luke can Lord! Nobody can host a one-person uh, gaming podcast like Luke can. Uh, uh, shout out to Luke. Says, Him and Neo, two of the best. Yeah. One-man show. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says, happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday to you too, Luke. I hope you're having a great day. Um, and also, I want to give a huge shout out to Infinite Umbra, a uh, great friend of the show, great uh, community member out there as well. Okay, stop. He's already got a big enough ego. <laughs> I know. Listen, he doesn't need any more. Okay. But he right. he started his. He's been working hard on this podcast behind the scenes for a while, yes. right? Yes. And he finally had his debut episode yesterday. Yep. Uh, so shout out to Infinite Umbra and the Fix podcast now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Daniel McGee on yesterday. Yeah, I think Daniel McGee's his co-host. Like yeah, yeah. I think, well, no, I think yeah. it was, it was he had Colt on. Yeah, Colt on, but Daniel Colt McGee's is his co-host. Yeah. Right, yeah, is what I yeah. meant. Yeah, yeah. And then they had Colt on as a guest. Yes. Yeah. So shout out to Umbra and congrats, bro. Because I know it's big whenever you you try and start something. Um, I, I would say Umbra has an advantage because people know who he is when he started his show. So. Mm -hmm. Um, um, you made sure everybody know your your growth was. will That's be a lot faster than ours, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate you, Umbra. Uh, and uh, great, great job on your show, bro. Um, so yeah, I think this FTC stuff is really interesting, and it's going to be uh, maybe smoother sailing from here. This next few weeks, like we predicted, is still going to be full of news with this, and the most important, significant news that we've had in the entire ABK acquisition phase. So if you're sick of ABK talk, I'm sorry because you know once these decisions start coming down these next this next month, it's it's going to be a lot of that. So uh, get prepared, everybody. But after that, hey, guess what? Smooth sailing. So let's go. Um, but you know what? You know, out of all the criticism we've had for giving Xbox negative critiques, 
the community did band together and give some negative critiques to something in particular that now Xbox has come out and said, hey, we're going to address this. Uh, they've come out, and I think it was Tom Warren who actually uh, broke this today, uh, saying that they've listened to feedback, uh, and they've basically the Xbox is changing their UI in, in the future. Again. So they're going back to the drawing Again. board. <laughs> uh, so um, I don't know how long it's going to take them, but it shows that critiques sometimes do create changes Things that we want. They, they haven't had a successful dashboard man. since the 360. The end of the 360. Go back to the <laughs> blades. Let's Just go. do it. Just do it. <laughs> would we actually like the blades these days? Yes, you think I would. So? I, I mean, go back we to my 360. We somewhat it. sort of have that, like with the kind of, like when you hit yeah. the guy button. But yes, yeah, it's not the same though. Yeah. I go back to my 360, and it's like home. It's so nice. Yeah. Everything's right where I know it's going to be. It's beautiful. Although, At 360 is the only place <laughs> I can find you appearing online. Yeah, I know because it doesn't let me hide on 360. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know you can go on your profile cool on 360 like, and hide, right? Yeah, you can, but because oh. I switch between the two, when I do it, it automatically pops me up. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It says yeah. Pong Souls on online. Yeah. So, unfortunately, maybe um, it'd be cool in the future to have like, I don't know, like different layouts that you can choose from, because um, they're all about like moving tiles and being customizable. It'd be really cool to like classic theme or but you, know, you know but you know why three bit right because the advertising yeah so it's, it's yeah, that they, advertising they need space. space that they yes <laughs> that they sell yeah. that they've got to have that helps you know with everything so unfortunately these days that's what it's yeah. about is the marketing space yeah there, there's even like there's brand guidelines at my work where whenever we show a brand's logo it has to be a certain size it it, it you know, so I, I completely understand that. It kind of sucks, though. It does. <laughs> it, it, does. it does suck. Um, yeah. There's so many great mock-ups from people that create their own UIs for Xbox online. And what is surprising, I saw Game Buffet in the chat just say, you know, like, they backtrack and they make changes all the time based on feedback. And they, and they do. That's one thing that's great. But it'd be nice yes. if they did hit the mark on something that they should know <laughs> by now what people want. Because the UI thing was surprising you you'd have to think they had seen a lot of the mock-ups and the praises oh, and the yeah. critiques and stuff and what we got was pretty much the same thing right except just slightly different you know what i mean like it's not a square it's a rounded square <laughs> yeah well, it, exactly well, and the problem's always been is why do you offer a custom background where i can post something in the background that i want to see when i bring up my ui but then you hide it behind all the tiles all the damn time what's the point like why you can't even see half the you right. put on the you the put on the dead space dynamic background it's just a black right. screen at the top it's like cool right. can't even see the plants <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly it's exactly what i got my background by the way too it's a great it's a great one yeah um so do we are we expecting like a significant change because they said basically like it means that what i take away if they're going to maybe drop down the tiles and maybe make them smaller so we can actually see these dynamic backgrounds that are gorgeous right with right. Right. instead of being taken up of huge fucking blocks everywhere right so um we'll see and it it generally takes them a, a weirdly long time to implement these things so when do we think we see this months a year no Next E3. <laughs> Five years from now. <laughs> we'll hear an update it's, three years later. Then the po the post sounded like they were going to do something very soon. 
we were going to be seeing. Oh, I thought that they were going to roll back some of the previous dashboard updates. That's what I've got from the end. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't read deep into it, so I didn't know. So that's all they're going to do for the time being is roll back some of it and then change it. Okay. All right. So then, yeah, it might be a while. (laughs) Maybe by (laughs) holiday. Maybe by holiday. Maybe a nice Christmas gift. Like, hey, here's new UI. I just want them to fix the handshake, right? That's all I want them to fix between HDR you know when it goes when it when you switch over to a game i just want them to make the menu the ui hdr so that handshake doesn't have to happen that's all i want yeah yeah cuz every time it switches it's yeah. very annoying it's on my dramatic tv like and like I, yeah. I freak out that my TV's not going to oh. come back. Like it's like ah, come back. It, it is so bad with the projector in the in that in that oh, room. I can imagine. Oh, God, it is so annoying. It, even if I click on a different YouTube video, sometimes right. it does it. Yep, if you yep. click on a, di- a Netflix show, or if you click on a anything, it it has this long black screen yep. out, and then because like the receiver and the projector doesn't detect that it has a source, it has right. to find the source all over again. Oh my god, it's a fucking nightmare, man. So I I really, really, really um want them to fix that. That's my number one request as well. But you know, I, I think newer TVs sometimes uh, don't have as much of an issue with that. Is, do you, does yours still do that, Pong? Even with your CX? Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. It's anxiety inducing. Like I said, it it goes <laughs> it goes away. It's 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 a good two three seconds handshake and it's annoying as hell so yeah no definitely uh the newer tvs still have the same issue just because it is the changeover from standard to hdr and there's no other way to really do it unless the menu is hdr and then that way the minute you turn on your xbox your tv's already in that mode and that way when you jump into apps it doesn't have to have that your TV's like, what's going on? What's Are going you on? Oh, okay. oh, wait, no, I'm standard now. Oh, now I'm HDR. Now I'm standard. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. Weird... They seem to take some time with with that for sure. Uh, with like making change, I'm glad they are finally making some some changes to that. Um, because people, I mean, people have been vocal about this since the launch of Xbox One. Xbox One. <laughs> so it's, it's it's been a long time coming. Like people have been saying, like, "Hey, um, decent job, uh, but we can't see the backgrounds you're giving us. Uh, like the tiles are so big, and I, I get again, I get why. But what's it should the be point a setting of- for that, right? For accessibility, right? If you if you need the large tiles, I don't want them to take it away from people that need those larger tiles, right? But that, yeah. it'd be nice if there's a setting that you can have a different look about it if you want right and there's different ways where you can keep the marketing space the marketing tile still can be the size that you need them to be right that's still fine if you gotta if you gotta have marketing tiles around the bottom you know part of the screen that are still large enough where you get that advertising dollar so be it but why can't everything else be minimalist why do you have to have everything else gigantic? I know they do studies and I know that they are, you know, they look at how, where people's eyes direct to on the screen. I know all this stuff. My dad, you know, did commercial art, uh, artist uh, for advertising and everything else for his entire life now. So I get the concept of why they do it, but just make everything like, you know, again, minimalist outside of the advertising. Yeah. If you minimalized everything else, and let us customize how we want it on our front screen, on our home screen. We, we it'd be fine. It'd be work perfect. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and the like pro- the PlayStation, 
you could minimize it by like if you could put your games in a folder and then they all be in one tile but then the problem comes is you have to click twice to get to your game right so right. like and they and they don't like that because yeah. a lot of people complain that that's too yeah. Much. yeah yeah they and made I those like complaints the way the, the playstation days. 4 like had their their background um they changed it for five so basically and four you can have your own dynamic background there's plenty of like screen space it was just it was simple, uh, but it was nice to 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 see, and it felt like you're actually, you know, customizing, like catering your uh, customizable experience to that console. But for the PS5, um, how they how they change it is pretty much whatever game you're on, it changes the background right. according to that game. Yep. Um, so it's just it's yep. that's different. Um, but I, I I'd hope that in they'll just offers customizable options just just make it so i can make a the the box bigger smaller because if, if you're windows if like windows is like your thing where you're giving people options and it's good for pc on game pass as well it just makes sense to i don't know be able to, to, to customize it on the the console as well. also to be fair like you spend 99 percent of your time in a game so okay, i don't really care <laughs> yeah yeah it's just like a thing yeah it's just a buzzing thing we've we've been talking about for since it launched so it's important for some people and again i don't know why because again you're right jesper i'm not one of those people like because i could care less yes i'd love my blades back but i really don't because i don't spend a whole lot of time there but obviously a lot of people want to see the background which i do understand because a lot of people not just the live backgrounds but a lot of people put their favorite screenshots up on the ui right and it's just cool to see that like i had forza screenshots up there a lot of times with cars and stuff and it was awesome it looked amazing um but yeah i just to map to your point so many people out in the community now have done mock-ups and have allowed for advertising space and done some very creative things with the tiling to make it look so much better it's like xbox just go with one of those use one of those please uh it works out uh there's plenty of people out here that uh, have thought about this stuff and actually done the kind of work for you so please try to just use one of those i'm down yeah good thoughts i overall though i still like the xbox dashboard like because it has so much there as well which is part of the problem you know what i mean but i would rather have for me personally what xbox has as opposed to like playstations for example or especially nintendo's that's like when you talk about minimalist there's like nothing to do and the, the xbox dashboard you know, we played a lot of Xbox dashboard, the Xbox One generation, <laughs> right? And we had a blast, you know, just scrolling all the different tiles, clicking on things, right? But waiting on these games and stuff. Uh, but I I really kind of enjoy um, the setup of it. I know a lot of complaints back in the day about it being convoluted and confusing and all this stuff. That's but- what I was going to point to. Like, do you think that since, like, Xbox is our main platform, like, the first like year they do a major change. I always hate the dashboard. It's like I can't fucking find yeah. anything anymore. But like after a year, you adjust to it. It's like oh, it's right here. It's, I know where to go. So like maybe since Xbox is our primary platform, we get used to it quicker than just like casual markets. So they mm. constantly hate it. Yeah. The simplest thing for me, I, I don't know if this is, I know no or whatever. But if you just had the primary icons that they have, right, the my games and apps and and the store that your 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 last things that you've all done, right. Uh, and maybe my games and apps have it just along the bottom there, right? With the main screen taking up the the dynamic background, and you just hit down on the D pad once if you want to see everything else. 
Again, that's fine. This, the only problem is you got to account for marketing space. Marketing okay. tiles. Have one of those but fucking yeah. tiles be some kind of ad. You know what I mean? Well, you can, on they got to have the, like three now. It's like two or three yeah. now across the bottom. That's fine. <laughs> then put two rows on the bottom. I don't know. Just like I mean, I, no. To yeah, be I fair, guess. if you really wanted to see your dashboard, like why not just click your guide button and then it brings up the dashboard. Like if you don't click the guide button, you just see the dynamic background. You click the guide button, it brings up the dashboard. Right. Yeah, that would be pretty it's much just like a screensaver. Too. Yeah. At that yeah. point. Um, hmm. I I love those Not dynamic bad. backgrounds though, man. They keep adding some some really they're cool amazing. Ones. Like I said, the Dead Space one is incredible. Do you ever think they're gonna sell them like PlayStation did last generation? I wish these, like, they would, but they won't. Because you would allow for some some creators out there or some of these companies to like, hey, let's put in this dynamic background for our game, right? I and just to I want to get back to the rewards that we used to get for getting achievements. Mm. <laughs> avatar shirts, and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, shirts, yeah, for the avatars. I want avatars back. I personally love the avatar thing. Uh, I want that back. But even if you're not going to do that, remember, you'd open up certain achievements and you could get a, a, a background uh, as well. But yeah, gamer picks sweet. and stuff too. Yeah. yeah. Be nice. Maybe throwing maybe throwing a yeah. music player onto the UI too. So you can have custom game music. Like a little. When you start it up. You can do that. You just have it. You have to do the. Yeah. So a bunch you have of, to do it. But I'm just saying yeah. like an automatic start thing where you have like yeah. a game game music that you have like listed and you can have like the favorite song. This going is like a little Spotify thing up in the top. Yeah. That'd top so of it sweet. yeah that'd be yeah, pretty sick um now, now we're gonna make it really convoluted yeah <laughs> can we ask can we add uh this to it also guys um yeah there's lots of cool shit though on, on there i just it'd be nice if it was a little simpler um and sleek uh let's see what, what else we got there was um more news today as well guys uh ubisoft plot not not today this is news from was it yesterday you're on mute, Pong. I was going to say, what did we get today from Ubisoft? Yeah, I know. So this was yesterday, right? Was it yesterday <laughs> yeah. the Ubisoft yeah. Plus news came down? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ubisoft Plus has finally hit Xbox. Um, it's not exactly what we wanted. <laughs> um, it Could is be part there. of the ABK stuff, too, as well. So just throwing that out right. there. Uh, it is there. So correct me if I'm wrong, Jasper. Seventeen ninety nine. If you want to play Ubisoft game, uh, Ubisoft Plus on Xbox. Uh, I think that's right. Uh, but it's dead in the water, so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm curious in the chat if anybody is going to subscribe to Ubisoft Plus at seven ninety nine. Maybe seven ninety nine. Yeah, seventeen ninety seventeen ninety nine. Sorry. Yeah. I was gonna say like I think if they were gonna do it smart with day one, like they should have made it like seven or eight dollars a month, and that's still maybe cutting it for some people but uh with me like i may get it if assassin's creed comes out and i have like a weekend off that i can like dedicate to that game other than that i'm just not gonna care really yeah and it's gonna be that thing where you buy it for that one game and then you cancel it immediately when you're finished with that one game. Right. Yep. so yep. would you unsubscribe would you allow me to subscribe to ubisoft plus at 17.99 bib what do you want to play um, <laughs> I mean, I don't allow or not allow you to do things. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Well, I do think it's way too much. It is expensive. I this is something I will do to save money if I'm want to play a game, but I don't want to spend like I when Riders Republic came out, right? I would have maybe subscribed to Ubisoft Plus for like a month and played it. You know what I mean? And then canceled it. Stuff like that. 
that's where I think I may do this, but it's not. I don't a even know if I would have done it for keep. that game. I think it it has to be like I think a major game that comes out from them. Like I don't know which what is what game will get you to sign up for it, Jasper. Assassin's Creed Mirage probably will. Um, if I can have that like good weekend off to actually finish the game within uh, that month period that I know I could. And maybe if there was like some new big Tom Clancy game. Uh, other than that, they're never getting my money. <laughs> okay. Um, Pong, will you do a one month here and there on this thing? Yeah, I talk, we talked about this last night, right? With the way that it's currently set up, if there was a game or two that launched then I probably would do it if I knew, like Jasper said, if I knew I was going to have time, like if they launch a new game in September and I got Starfield, I'm not signing up for it. Right. Yeah. Obviously. So um, it, it's going to be a case by case kind of basis for this thing, but I certainly can see the use behind it uh, as a subscribe unsubscribe. But it, like we talked about last night, that's not what Ubisoft, that's not what Ubisoft wants. I mean, that's not what you, yeah, they want recurring customers. Yeah. That's right? not what you create subscription services for. Again, this is what the Netflix problem that they have that they're trying to fix now is that too many people got used to binging, binge watching, and then canceling the subscription as soon as their favorite show was done. You know, they were done binge watching after a couple of weeks. So that's the problem. And Ubisoft doesn't want that. That's why I said, this doesn't make any sense. I see a deal down the road at some point. Um, like I said, the more I thought about it, the more this potentially could be Microsoft doesn't want to get this included in Game Pass Ultimate um, because of the ABK deal. They want to say, hey, see, we're allowing Ubisoft to put their full-fledged subscription service on our, you know, on our ecosystem with no strings attached, and we're going to allow other people to do it too. Right? The weird and thing think, is, though, they force yeah. you into the PC side of Correct, it. Correct, the like... PC side, and that's what I was just going to read because we, we did this last night. Uh, shout out to Wandering Dutch again who broke it down. If you were, this is from Wandering Dutch, by the way. Shout out to Midweek Mix-Up over there. Guys are amazing. Um, Dutch put out a tweet that said, if you only have Xbox and don't own a PC, there are only 47 games technically in the service. Most of those are Assassin's Creed titles. If you own a gaming PC, there are an additional 169 games. If you are a console-only player, uh, the $18 a month for 47 historic games is insane. And he's right. And some like, of those are in Game Pass. Like, at least four or five of them right. are in Game Pass already. They are. <laughs> I went through the list last night. And again, it's me. It's Ubisoft. So they're my fast food. I own a ton of their games because they go on sale. Yeah. That's the other point. Yeah. They're on sale a month 30 later. to 60 days later. Yeah. You can get them for 30 bucks. And if you really don't have FOMO like me, like, I, I got Assassin's Creed's Origins, the complete game with all the DLC for what? Uh, I think it was $13. No, $15, I think, on sale. Uh, when I picked it up finally, listen, that doesn't make any sense. That's again, it's they're gonna have to change how they do this some way because, like Jasper just said, forcing you as a console only player to also subscribe to that other piece. I forget what it's called, man. Again, you just said it last night and I forgot it again. Whatever the other piece is, because normally multi access, yeah, multi access. Yeah, Thank multi -access. you, multi, yeah, multiverse. I should remember that. <laughs> uh, multi access, um. To have console-only players have to do that, because normally, for folks who don't know, this is $15 a month over on PC, right? That's all it is. It's like going to a gas station, and you yeah. put gas in, you're like, but you also have to buy diesel. Right. Yeah, and PC, <laughs> they, like, it has, yeah. like, uh, three times as many games. Correct. That's what I just said. 169 additional games if you're on PC versus 46 on console. 
and yeah, I went through my, I went through it last night. I pulled it up to check it out and go yeah. through the list. And it, mine was like owned, 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 yeah. owned, owned. Well, because <laughs> download now. Even more insane than <laughs> yeah. the, than this going on sale 30 to 60 days later. Like if a game is a year or two later for Ubisoft, yes. you see these deals sometimes it's like 85, 90% off. That's what I just said. Uh, yes. Yeah. So yes, like I get a lot of these older games sometimes just because like fuck, no reason not to buy this. You know right. what I mean? I get to own it forever digitally. You know what I mean? And you get so, the deluxe edition sometimes too for yeah. like seventeen dollars. So you get all the DLC. That's yeah. what I always do is I wait until they drop below twenty bucks for the gold or their ultimate editions. Yeah. And yeah. it happens all the time. Right now, Wildlands, the one game that I don't own because I had borrowed it back in the day that I've wanted to go back to again, even though it doesn't have a sixty frames patch, which is weird. Come on, it will be soft. You do it for all your <laughs> other games. Do it for Wildlands. Um, but that ultimate edition, which is normally over a hundred dollars, I can get it right now for eighteen bucks. So why, why, you know, that doesn't make any sense for me to pick up Ubisoft Plus and not own it. I can own the whole damn thing. So. Also, one of their major games coming out this year, X Define, is free to play. So right. you don't yeah. need it. Play. And you, Golden Bones <laughs> is probably wind up being free to play eventually anyways. Uh, so, no, you know, I'm not going to detract, though. I'd rather have the option be there for people who don't, you know, care or have expendable cash and just will sign up for it. I'd rather the option be there, even though it took over a year to get here since they announced it i'd still i still say that this is a good thing that it's actually available and, and an option even if we don't think it's valuable there's going to be people out there who do i just don't think ubisoft is going to see the increase in subscribers like they you know probably hoped or planned for because again 18 dollars for ubisoft plus for 47 games versus 15 dollars for game pass for ultimate for in some game i mean the value just it doesn't line up unless you're a ubisoft super fan and don't or you've own any never played games. a ubisoft game right, right exactly you're brand new you're brand new so i don't know it's just kind of weird that's why i think down the road i think there's more in play here we know you know that there was probably talks involved in this down the road i think i i see some kind of break for game pass ultimate subscribers where it does chop it down to five bucks or maybe at least a game pass perk for like a couple free months or something the one thing that ubisoft plus could be doing is if they're going to allow you to buy ubisoft plus on xbox with that multi-access plan but you also they launch ubisoft plus on nintendo playstation so you can get all the ecosystems for 18 dollars a month that would add more value to it but it's still if you only play on one platform it's not really worth it right right but you know, it's, a, it's a good shout out they could be working towards something like that for sure um yeah we'll see i mean and this is not xbox's fault for this pricing this is like a ubisoft thing right yeah. also so yeah. i'm not uh, absolutely not yeah. criticizing xbox here for this i'm just saying like ubisoft is a little bit i i think that ubisoft made a mistake with this um because and on one hand, they, yeah, they need cash right now badly, right? And so launching a service like this is great, but I think they missed the boat on a potential buttload of new customers, <laughs> right? Uh, that it would have yeah. had a re recurring revenue for them. Um, that was money that they wouldn't have even had coming in anyway, right? So I know they're more forward thinking with this deal and trying to think, well, we're going to have all these games at some point, you know what I mean? They don't want to go up on it later, but... Maybe you should have, you know, not kind of re-envisioned your subscription to something that is more enticing. Uh, because for a subscription model to succeed, it's based on the amount of users you get, right? And if it's not that, then it's just, 
an option and, and yeah exactly uh <laughs> just a little bit option that some people are going to do some yeah. people aren't um but you know these companies are starting to do this more um I, you know I, I liked what ea did originally doing the ea deal with game pass you know um it, it caused game pass ultimate to uh be a thing where it was a little bit more but you, then you got EA Play in there at, at later. Then you got you know the cloud. You got PC Game Pass as part of it. All these kind of things. Um, so I know you still get Ubisoft games and Game Pass. A lot of them, regardless, yeah. you know some of the back catalog. But uh, you know an added on extra feature there for Game Pass would have been the best route because all of a sudden you have thirty million Game Pass subscribers. I don't think that would have been the best route. I think the best route would have been pricing it at like a more reasonable price you don't think having a, a, a perk or like an incentive for game pass users to subscribe would be good uh, game pass could offer like a free one month trial i think but i don't think you want to force game pass users into something that they may not want what well, wouldn't be a forcing it'd be an option right no, like i just talking about subsidized so yeah like, hey you can get game pass ultimate for 15 bucks a month or you can do plus five dollars, plus ten dollars for, and you can add right. Oh, okay. I, I thought like you were saying like it, they force it into Game Pass. And no, 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 no. It'd be like no. a carrot. Like, like, hey, if you want to add this subscription service to your existing service, right? You know, you're paying a little bit extra because if you look at the value, if I'm a consumer and I'm looking at Game Pass, I'm going to sign up to Game Pass Ultimate, get all this stuff. Then I'm like, what? The, the Ubisoft thing is more, and I get this much, way less. It doesn't add up, right? So I think having a carrot there uh, for Game Pass subscribers, like, oh, I can just subscribe for a little bit more money and I get all these other games, you know, would have been a smarter way to try and grab a lot more users, right? And maybe they would have had to make a deal with Xbox to have some cash put in their hands as well. Um, uh, but it didn't happen. 3-Bit, you got any thoughts on this? Can you talk about it? Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my my whole thought is I don't think it's worth it yet. Maybe when they have like the the newer Ubisoft titles, maybe that will give some people better incentive. But the price of uh, a lot of Ubisoft games are pretty cheap to begin with. So, um, a subscription service would basically be more expensive in some ways uh, for some people if they're looking at it that way, but. I don't really see a huge benefit to the service yet, um, but maybe when there is new, the newer titles that would give decent incentive. But right now, I don't. Uh, it's not for me. Right. But. Yeah. Right. The um, other thing, Mav, is what we talked about last night. I can't. I I wish EA would add their plus service as an add-on too, so we could get day and date games just like they do on PC. Uh, right. I, I can't believe they haven't done that. I really can't. It'd be so huge. Yeah, a lot of people. It's, that makes that. so much sense. I would be a <laughs> yeah. subscriber for that because yeah. it would say so I, I, the inst the second EA Play hit in general, I yeah. was like down because yeah. it would save me money because the discount. Right. Right. Like just with yep. that, I save more. I think I save there's more money a, a weird thing why EA doesn't do that is because they go for, I think EA. I think EA has some third party stuff in that pro plan, so maybe they, they do. Yeah, I think so. So, like, maybe that's why they can't do it on Xbox because Xbox may already have do a different version. Yeah. Like, Ubisoft yeah, doing could, that. Yeah, for, for sure. They could they could just pull those. I mean, it would be, yeah. like, you know, it would be no big deal. I mean, you just make it a, you know, 
Game Pass Pro edition of EA Play, yeah. right? Yeah. Whatever, you know, whatever you do. I think eventually uh, we see some of this list. stuff happen, yeah. right? I, I, I really do. I mean, um, we'll see more of these eventually. Um, Absolutely. Again, we've said it before, Mav. Amazon Prime is the perfect example of what you, what we believe that Xbox is going for with this ecosystem eventually. Yeah. Where you're going to be walk into the ecosystem. And there's going to be everybody else's subscription services right there that you can just sign up for and access your games wherever you play them at. And that's yeah. eventually what's going to happen. For sure. Yep. Um, we've got a couple super chats to get to, everybody. Um, again, appreciate the chat. If you do like the content here, hit the like button, share out, subscribe to the channel, and all that cool stuff. Appreciate you uh, for being here. A notification bell is a great way to find out when we're live as well. Um, shout out to Game Buffet hitting us with the $5 super chat. Uh, I've grown tired of being told big first-party games are coming. Don Matrick brought us more exclusives than Phil. Xbox is treated like an afterthought now. They're coming. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> they're coming. I promise. Uh, this is the the last year. We we, we said that last year. It was like yeah. this. The twenty twenty three has to be the year uh, where a yeah. lot of that stuff is starting to turn it, around. It doesn't. I'm still it doesn't help when the first big one is thirty frames. Yeah, that that doesn't help. Um, I do see like a lot of almost the uh, these PlayStation content creators kind of just being like, "Xbox is dead now; they lost the war." And I'm like, "No, I, I still, I'm still very um, optimistic of, of like different games coming out this year for Xbox." I just, I'm, I am disappointed with how they've been delivering it and the marketing side of things. Um, especially like last year was not was was probably the worst year for xbox in terms of delivering first party titles uh but yeah i mean 2023 i'm still optimistic for this year and and like uh it's still the domino year for these titles uh redfall still coming out this despite what i my grievances with it. I mean, we had a whole show about yeah what I thought about Redfall. Um, but I, I'm still very, despite all that, I'm still 2023 in general is an amazing year for gaming. Um, there's so many games coming out this year in general, so it, I'm I'm looking at it from that yeah. aspect as well. It's insane. Like there's almost too much let's say like redfall like you are looking forward to redfall uh etc etc there's still so many other games i was looking forward to besides redfall coming out this year that it's it's almost overwhelming i'm like almost happy (laughs) that uh, i'm like okay i'll wait for redfall just because of all the other games that are coming out like that's the that's kind of how i i'm looking at it uh it's just like my backlog is already insane i'm still finishing up certain games uh like hogwarts and, and stuff like that so yeah i mean it's a great year for game gaming in general and yeah. i'm despite everything that uh i like i want xbox to do better um I, I like i i want them to be better with marketing i want them to when you release an xbox title you have certain expectations for said title uh like like redfall like you know this this is a quality thing like when you have a playstation titles there's certain things you expect as a playstation gamer that with that game 
same thing with Xbox. So right with games like Redfall, I expect a certain threshold for quality in that game for console gamers. I know like you're you're starting to venture out into PC and other platforms. Um but there you know console still your is 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 your main player base um and where you kind of started from like there should be no reason why Minecraft runs better on PlayStation. <laughs> I know I keep bringing it up but I'm just like why <laughs> why why is Minecraft uh run better on your competitor's platform the one that's basically trying to get your 70 billion dollar deal shut yeah. down i don't know but to, to jump back to the ea thing real quick uh i'd looked it up ea doesn't offer third-party stuff but they do offer ea play on steam but it's only the ea play just basic edition it's like the xbox version hmm. so it's weird that they don't even offer pro on Steam and it's on PC. Oh, yeah. So I think maybe EA's just trying to get you to jump into their ecosystem. Sure. I guess. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Which is I just found weird. that weird. That is yeah. weird. That's very strange. Yeah. I did not know that at all. I appreciate that super chat game buffet. But one thing I can think we everybody on this panel agrees with is that we do not miss the Don Matrick era <laughs> <laughs> whatsoever. And uh, I, in the position D. that we're still been into this day is is primarily because of the fallout from his era even though he I did can't have agree with that you can't agree with that what why not baby i don't know who the fuck that is <laughs> <It's Donnie D. laughs> yeah i mean like yeah he had some deals going into the first uh party of our first party games and, and third party deals yeah. Leading yeah. into the first couple of years of Xbox One generation, which was great. We got some of the best exclusives, connectimals. <laughs> but <laughs> he also decimated the studios and relied on those third-party deals and also went and focused all on the TV stuff. And when that shit didn't hit, uh, we were left with what we were left with. So now Phil's grown it back to um, how many studios are we at now? 20, 23 plus ABK coming in. Uh, we got like plus. 40 games and development and projects in the works that are uh, from first party developers and stuff like that. So I'm much more on board with Phil, um, even though we've had to wait, you know. And now we're getting back into the TV stuff. And, he, and everybody <laughs> like the snap feature. <laughs> everybody forgets that Xbox benefited heavily from PlayStation's screw-ups back then yeah they did six hundred ninety nine dollars whatever the shit that was cell processor which developers absolutely despise for the first three years of that console's their, their life. infrastructure for their internet yep. connection stuff was bad all so that like... sucked all of it sucked and it all led to xbox being able to cut deals and because developers weren't going to be doing anything on the cell processor anyways they were like yeah no thanks anyways um so a lot of that was a benefit because of sony too but I understand the sentiment for sure because again I was you know <laughs> I was raising a family at that point in the 360 era so I've been through that and I know how good it was and what a time it was um but you know and I if I was Phil I would certainly be cutting more third party deals I'd be like Sony in a lot of ways yeah. and be cutthroat um but but as Mav said the these are the aftershocks Phil's had to save a sinking ship that was literally sinking to the point that they were going to let it go yeah. to the bottom of the ocean and be done with gaming. Mm -hmm. And he's had to bring it all the way back. So a lot of the struggles, you know, you throw in all the other stuff that we already know about the pandemic and all that kind of stuff that happened to, which nobody could plan for. 
the struggles that we've seen and are still seeing in a lot of ways is because of how big a turnaround this actually has been. Um, again, if you know, if you watch businesses, especially billion trillion dollar businesses, turning ships around on a dime never happens. Like it, it's so rare because it takes so long to get everybody on board that Phil has done an admiral job yeah. getting this to this point now and selling enough people to get it to here because we're watching Sony right now have a hard time turn around their whole business model. Um, because again, they get, they get pushback from the board. They get yeah. pushed back from shareholders, all that kind of stuff. So again, shout out to Phil and everything he's done. And it's, it, we're getting to that point. Yeah. I think we're all sick of just wait longer. Yeah. Uh, we've all expressed that, <laughs> but we're almost through it. We can see, I, at least for me personally, maybe not you, but for me personally, I can see the end of the tunnel. I yeah. can see it. And I, and I can, so, there's sentiment too. Like there's, there's some criticism here and there, but because ultimately X fills the big guy. Right. And when things don't go well at times, you know, it's who's the, the who's the top guy, you know, it's, it's him. So, you know, ultimately you can look at what needs to be done. But I think like, ultimately, like he's been the best executive Microsoft's ever had uh, in charge of the gaming division. And um, they're getting so big so fast that that's part of a lot of the problems they have. Uh, Matt Booty is in control of way too many studios, in my opinion. And that's a fair uh, criticism, too. Yeah. Uh, then you have Bethesda, Zenimax is, is, has its own issues, apparently, now because that 30 frames thing with Redfall, right? You have um, ABK is coming on board. How is that all going to uh, unfold, right? So maybe at times feels a little bit too um, loyal, right, to some people on other executives that he has. Maybe at times he... Uh, doesn't want to make some of the tougher decisions or uh, have as much of a cutthroat buckle down approach at times when he may need to. But still, those are like, it's hard to like argue against being a good person. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why mm -hmm. I, I get that. And um, it's hard for me to say I would have done things a lot differently. I uh, Patience has been something that we've all had as Xbox gamers for a while now. We've had to, you know what I mean? Um, and we've been singing the praises for this for a long time, though. It, we're all paying off for it. It's all we're all benefiting for it. Like the Game Pass thing is by far the best thing in gaming uh, history as far as value goes. Oh, the amount of stuff we get and games we get to play, and it's gotten so good now where there's expectations that we just assume are going to be there that used to be huge deals, right? right? Again, I say this like I'm the third year now of playing MLB the Show in Game Pass day one. This is a game I used to buy a fucking PlayStation for, you know, to play because I loved it so much. And it was a huge deal when it was the first year, but now nobody even talks about it when it's coming out, right? It's like, oh, this going to be the show. It's an expectation, right? Game Pass has gotten so damn good that we're just used to big third-party games occasionally getting announced for Game Pass Day 1. There's so much amazing stuff that he's done that we do take for granted you know, a little like, bit as well. So as far as that goes, yeah, Phil's definitely on the right track here. But when things happen, like Redfall launching at 30 frames, it's like it deserves criticism. When things happen, like um, the 12-month showcase and stuff like that, and little things like this here and there. Right, marketing stuff, you know, like having your, your pulse a little bit Growing more with like pains. understanding the gaming audience a little bit better. Right. And what makes them tick 
um, with news and and things like that could be a little bit better. But ultimately, I'm super happy with that direct with the direction of Xbox and. and it's and it gonna, could just be communication be up to his level. Like maybe people are telling him things that just like a yes man, and they're not actually telling him what's going on. They're just like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're working. It's looking good, but it's like, is it though? Like maybe he's getting wrong information there. Yeah, you just never know. You just never know, Jasper. You don't yeah. internally. We'll never know what. Maybe Phil behind <laughs> the scenes is dark Phil, and his emails yeah. are like <laughs> he's like fire. <laughs> like he's just ripping people new assholes. Yeah, he's like, like major, step it up, major Nelson. Get your gone. shit together, yeah. otherwise you're out of here. You need a new podcast tonight. <laughs> I saw your latest episode of Inside Xbox, Larry, and if it's not better next week, Fuck. you're fucking gone. You're an idiot sandwich. He could be fucking Gordon Ramsay behind the scenes. Yeah, he could be behind the scenes. We don't we don't know, but with companies this big, again, the fact that Phil got Satya, the head man, to listen, that's the only reason why we're here even yeah. celebrating as much as we do with Xbox is because he got the head man who could pull together everybody else or force everybody else if they had any objections to get on the same page. First but time Microsoft and Xbox are yes, one and one. But the yeah. first time that Xbox has been a pillar within Microsoft Corporation and not just a afterthought. Like, oh, that's cute. You guys keep doing your thing over there. <laughs> um, it's now a pillar, and that's the only reason why we're even talking about this stuff right now. But again, the day to day stuff is what Jasper is kind of talking about, like the day to day yeah. activities and how all that works. Mm -hmm. You. If anybody has worked for any type of size of corporation, even smaller companies where you have middle people involved, like things get lost and things don't get translated properly. And it's a telephone game still happens even oh, yeah. corporate world where one person says one thing and by the time it gets to the boss, it's completely different than how it started out. And now you got a whole nother set of yeah. problems. So that stuff still could be happening there. But uh, last thing I'll say is that Microsoft is single-handedly bringing back RTSs and strategy games to consoles. <laughs> yes. So forever, I forever I owe Phil a round of applause for oh, that one. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, that's well, that's where he started. He started on uh, Rise of Nations, I think. Yep. So. Yep. Um, absolutely. Shout out to Chris Jones with the five dollars super chat. Said I pay for Game Pass Ultimate PS service. He's so confused. He doesn't even know which PS service. Uh, he subscribes to because uh, PlayStation services are confusing. Uh, I pay for Game Pass Ultimate, PS Service, and Nintendo Online, so I won't be subscribing to any other service. Hell, a lady at work pays for my Elder Scrolls Online Plus. Well, how'd you work that out? Whoa, Chris? whoa, we what got a, we got Sugar Mama. <laughs> you doing favors at work for Elder Scrolls Online? Uh, nice. What's going on there, Chris? Nothing wrong with Sugar Mama. Uh, we need some go, information. Like he's like, hey. Just, yeah, just drop just that and my explain. Elder Scrolls Online. How'd you work out that deal? <laughs> hey, Caitlin, will you start paying for my Elder Scrolls Online? Sure, babe. <laughs> that's <laughs> husband to you. That's <laughs> and she won't let me get Ubisoft Plus. <laughs> How much is the Elder Scrolls thing? 15 bucks a month. We can work it out. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. What's happening? What's happening? We'll god. just take it out of Matt's animal profit. Exactly. Yeah. Is that where yeah, my animal crackers have been? Is fucking other yep, scrolls online for Pong? Sorry. <laughs> god, say we we had, we had to cut down the the budget for animal crackers. So he can hit Sorry. level seventy six. I don't get to get my fucking animal crackers. What's going on? Get more than that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, 30 frames. <laughs> um, shout out to Dirt Griggity. We 
Ashley Green host, oh, amazing podcaster, uh, with a very generous $10 super chat, uh, said Xbox clearly stopped making first party games besides Halo, <laughs> Gears, and Forza second half of last gen. Absolutely. Uh, they, they were only down to what, six studios, I think? Um, five, five, yeah, five, five? I don't yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been taking forever, but like Pong said, we're almost there. Avalanche of games. Yes, it's happening, everybody. Absolutely. It is happening. But just wait. Yep. Shout out to Dirt, <laughs> yes. by the way. Happening this uh, year. Great, sh- great show, Dirt, by the way. You and Sean today. Talk that shit. TTS, yes. baby. Good show. Yeah. Good show. It is happening this year. I mean, we're getting a it day is. loser games. First party games so far. Age two. Um, we got Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, we're getting... Uh, Goldswire Token. Minecraft, Minecraft Legends. We're about week. to talk about Minecraft Legends. Uh, Minecraft Legends. Oh, yeah. We got Redfall, uh, go yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo. We got Starfield coming, Forza Motorsports, uh, Age of Empires Four uh, is coming as well this year. And yeah, Hellblade's but, probably next year. Maybe Aura hits still on PC this year. Three bit, you know uh, something? Is that a smirk? What did he say? <laughs> I mean, a, he said Hellblade's know, Hellblade next year. Snare. It's probably next year. Oh, probably. Woo, did you just add in that word? He just gave the smirk, though. We know the <laughs> poker face. Uh-oh. Alyssa, uh, I, I don't know nothing. Hey, yeah, I don't know nothing. I've, hey, just, been, I've just been watching I just met Star with Field. the director at Hellblade Studios over there. So, you know. <laughs> hey, 3-Bit, can you make a straight face real quick? I wanted to see something. Just try and make a straight face. <laughs> no, just let's see. I, all right, all right, I'm asking. Right. Like, just do your poker face, your best poker face. Okay? <laughs> okay, I'm going to try. Yeah. Calm okay. down. I know you're. Ha- I know you're happy inside right now. But you got. You you cool? All right. Here we go. January, February. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. Start again. Hold on. Okay. All right, all right. All right. Hold on. Get on my my acting. All right. January. February. March. <laughs> March, March. <laughs> it's gonna be early folks uh, early 2024 uh, everybody he couldn't get past march uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> by march let's go uh, um, shoot. Th- thanks dirt for that super chat man i appreciate it dude uh keep up the great work over there at wbg and tts right. uh, i've seen dirt dirk a lot with attic too on the attic show uh, over there, uh, he's gonna be on the shop podcast on Saturday night. Ooh, is he? It's yeah, we got juicy. the we got dirt. Yeah, buddy. yeah, dirt. Hey, dirt. Um, speaking of Minecraft Legends, uh, it has mm. reviews have started uh, hitting today for Minecraft Legends. Uh, mixed reviews, some good ones, some not so great ones. I don't think any of you, any of us expected this to be a ninety-five on Meta, uh, anything like that. Um. But it is a first-party game that uh, some of us are looking forward to. I'm gonna, I'm looking forward to giving it a go because it's a strategy game, right? Just to check it out. Uh, sitting at a 73 right now, uh, but there are a lot of positives as well. Um, Daily Star even gave it a perfect score, which uh, maybe they absolutely love it. Uh, but you got reviews all over the place on this thing. You got 70s, you got uh, 60s, 50s, 80s, and he sees uh, it at a 68, so the average is about 70. Yeah. Uh, it's actually 74 now, uh, based on 25 reviews. So, um, seems like a solid title that maybe kind of a lot of people may not have even been really thinking about. Uh, but we'll get to play this on the 18th is when it's release date is. So, uh, looking forward to it. There's been about a lot of positive conversation about people that have given it a go. I think Jez mentioned that he liked it as well. Did I see that today mm-hmm. on Twitter? Yeah. 
Um, so cool. I, I'm looking forward to giving it strategy games, hitting the Xbox is always a great thing for me. Um, are you, anybody here also looking forward to playing Minecraft? Legend of bro. Yeah. We're going to have yeah. some. Supposedly it comes alive with the multiplayer. I think they said it's a uh, three player multiplayer. So like you can have three on each team, I think. So yeah, three, uh, three on three. I believe that's what they showcased. They're doing the direct. Uh, listen for a Minecraft game. That's a spinoff. That's yeah. a RTS light. I didn't expect this thing to have like, you know, eighties, nineties reviews. It's not going to be for everybody by right. any stretch of the imagination at all. But what I've heard, at least what people have described, even some of the iffy reviews, what they've described, I'm like, oh, well, that sounds kind of cool to me. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, let's go. Uh, if it's a light version of RTS, I know some people complain you can't pull back the camera far enough. You got to be close to your mobs to direct them, yeah. that kind of stuff. So uh, I have heard a couple people say the UI is kind of clunky um, when, you're, when you're trying to control the mobs. We'll see how that goes. As we all know, Mav, for people who haven't played RTSs on consoles a lot of the time with controller, the initial setup and first hour or two can sometimes be a little jarring when it comes to controls. But generally speaking, uh, you get them down after that point. So I think maybe there's just some people out there who aren't used to doing uh, RTS controls on a controller. And so mm -hmm. they're finding it hard, which I understand. So I can't wait to jump in, man. I think we're going to have a good time with it. Yeah. And I think also some of that negative kind of comes the opposite way where it's like more people wanted more like rts strategy elements and it's there more casual because it's minecraft and they're trying it's to appeal minecraft, to yeah, a yeah. Kid no, there audience. was some of those reviews yeah. too good well, point you gotta imagine that yeah. this game might attract a lot of like younger audience as well it's minecraft yep. is the biggest game out there right so a lot of these kids and people that are playing are just gonna play it because it's fucking minecraft you know like just gonna launch it because it says minecraft on it so I think they've got to try and make it somewhat welcoming as well, right? And uh, maybe maybe this is a huge thing that hap that takes off that none of us really saw coming. And games like this sometimes will surprise you, right? So I'm looking forward to giving it a go. Um, Chris Jones with the two dollars super chat said, "I'm single, so I have a sugar mama till I'm not." LOL. <laughs> <laughs> you got your sugar mama till uh, so when you get uh, when you get a girlfriend or whatever. Uh, Chris, the first thing he's going to find out about is your sugar mama paying for your Elder Scrolls online. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, Who, who's paying for this? I don't see it on your credit card receipts. I don't see it. Who's paying for this, Chris? Uh, Flynn Differs with the $2 super chat says, no one looks sleepy tonight. The guy bottom left iffy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Splen. Uh When does 3-Bit not look sleepy? Um, I always look sleepy. Yeah, if you uh, try and game with him late on a Friday night, you will get snores. Two, one of two <laughs> things will happen about ten minutes in, or while he's installing the game that you're trying right, to play. I was say that, yes. Yes. After, one he's, one after he spends Sorry. thirty minutes trying to figure out how to download, after he knew <laughs> yep. all day we were going to play this game, he will start installing ten minutes after we've all already started, and then he will fall asleep before it finishes. That's one yep. thing that happens. The other thing that happens is 3-Bit starts playing and he yep. gets drunk and starts looking at the <laughs> sky and shooting at you and your right. teammates. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Team yeah. kills are is, big when 3-Bit is drunk. And if you, if you enter a tournament with 3-Bit <laughs> hoping he's going to carry oh. you, 
He will do drugs for the first time. <laughs> yes, he will do illicit drugs for the first for time. For the first time, he will up. experiment with uh, edibles um, when you're relying on him time. as your team captain. Hey, we did get the first few rounds. Yeah. Yeah, but we were all like three bit. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> you were just laughing. <laughs> I was like, Where, where's our captain? Anyway, they're not wrong. <laughs> I was uh, I was three wrong. months later. That's where your captain was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and two dollars super chat from Alvin. Appreciate you, Alvin. Said ACG and Skilla both like it uh, better than the journalistic opinions out there. So yep. shout out to them. Uh, two great reviewers. I'm I'm gonna give it a go. Right? It's, oh yeah, it's... no, I'm definitely giving it a go. This is right up our alley, man. We're gonna have some fun. <laughs> yep. Phasma member for seventeen months. Says, so fast. I, I don't hate Halo. I, I don't hate Halo. <laughs> I don't think any of us hate Halo. We're little, Have you ever played a Minecraft Pong? Huh? Have you ever played by Minecraft Pong? No, like plain okay. old Minecraft. No, yeah. my kid, my kid used. Have I sat down with my kid when he was little yeah. and, and played? Yeah, I played. I played around with it, but yeah, no. Not I just didn't know if like this was going to be your first experience in like the Minecraft. No, I did Minecraft Dungeons. So oh, okay. I did play Minecraft Dungeons quite a bit. I put like thirty hours or something like that into Minecraft. Yeah. Dungeons. So. Speaking of hours, did y'all get y'all said Diablo stats in the email? Yep. What what are y'all look what are y'all looking on your stats? I'm curious how we measure up. 32. Whoa. We're gonna slap it out on the table <laughs> oh. <because> ruler. <laughs> I don't know if we want to do that. I don't want to embarrass everybody here. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> you can see how your husbands measure up, babe. I need to see whose should... night it is tonight. Oh my god. <laughs> um so I have I had twenty four over twenty four hours, uh, thirty seven story quests, seven thousand two hundred eight monsters. Um, I got one thousand one hundred sixteen renown, uh, two hundred sixty six thousand two hundred ninety three gold, uh, twenty three dungeons, and I died twenty four times. So what I've noticed is like out of like looking at multiple people's i noticed my playtime is a lot shorter but my gold is really high so i don't know if like i was just getting gold. Had sex trafficking out there or something <laughs> in the diablo world jasper what's going uh, on but i had 23 hours 60 store requests 11,700 monsters 1600 or almost 1700 renown um 6,021 or 621,000 gold and 30 dungeons you had over twice as much gold as i had how many hours yeah. did you have again 23 so you had less hours than twice over twice as much gold yeah. that I had, and you had seven hundred renown, and I had eleven. I suck. How much, <laughs> how much gold did you have, Jasper? Six hundred and twenty-one thousand. Yeah, you had like crazy because I had thirty-two hours, uh, nineteen story quests, seventy-one hundred, seventy-one thirty monsters, six 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 sixty-eight renown, two hundred seventy-eight thousand eight hundred seventy-two gold, and twenty-eight dungeons, yeah. and I died sixty-four times. Our numbers are more in line, Pong, a little yeah. bit. Uh, yep. A uh, three bit played for like five minutes, I think. So yeah. maybe um, he was he was trying to install it. So what that tells me is when uh, Matt needs money to go buy a new loadout to, for the twentieth time, I'll be his gold man. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you must have been selling. Maybe you sold. Did you sell everything, or were you uh, breaking down? I was breaking down to try to get like transmog stuff. Right. So I don't know. That's what like... I thought. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. You were the hoarder. <laughs> yeah, it's going around. Maybe that. Maybe he stole our gold secretly. It was like a hack. You know what is cool though is that Blizzard's transparency through this whole entire process with Diablo Four. I gotta give them a shot. Yeah, they, they just posted about... that update for yeah. everything coming at launch. The update right? that they're gonna do again. 
talk about a company coming back. Um, again, Blizzard's never been gone, but obviously we know Blizzard's gone through their down years uh, recently. Talk about a company refining itself again. And with Diablo 4, we talk about this all the time, how we want updates from games and all that kind of stuff. This whole Diablo 4 process leading up to launch has been nothing but phenomenal from them. They've got yeah. another dev uh, diary or dev, whatever you want to call it, direct at this point. I like direct as the name. Uh, whatever you're going to want to call it on April 20th, uh, where they're going to go into detail about what they're doing. But to put out all these stats and then give us, hey, we listened to your feedback. This is the feedback. This is the breakdown. Even giving us class updates at this point leading up to launch in June is kind of crazy. Like, this is the stuff you don't normally see. Uh, but I got to give a shout out to Blizzard for what they're doing over there. Ferguson and his team are doing phenomenal with this launch. It's going to be one yeah. of the biggest games this year. I've said it. I think it's going to be the biggest game this year, um, sales wise. Um, and so uh, they're just doing a great job over there. Yeah. Uh, shout out to them. And shout out to Psycho, who couldn't be here tonight. Um, but he did give us his stats in the in our yeah. GM. Yeah, he played triple the amount of hours that I did. <laughs> did and... he sleep at all when the when the beta was out? <laughs> Oh, but he was I, on twenty four. He was. He only got two hundred thousand more gold than me, and he played three times as much. Jasper, <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? So, Psycho, what, how long did the beta go for? Three days, four days, three days, uh, or is this both weekends? It was both. It counts. Both this is weekends. both weekends. Okay, if you were so, a part of both weekends, this was both. Yeah. Okay, so in six days, he played for sixty five hours. Uh, completed ninety story quests. Eleven hours a day. Seventeen thousand four hundred fifty three <laughs> monsters. Nineteen thousand. Uh, sorry, one thousand nine hundred twenty-five renown, eight hundred and seventy-one thousand uh, gold, and forty-seven dungeons. And he died Ooh. thirty-eight times. That is putting in the work. Yep. Um, and he's only finished with about a seventy skill in economy. <laughs> <laughs> he was still but, building. But he walls. got four houses built. <laughs> hey, yeah, he was building walls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's for anybody amazing. who doesn't understand, that's our. Shade, we throw Psycho's way for Age of Empires 2. His <laughs> <laughs> military score, sorry, not his economy. He's usually good on economy, yeah. low on yeah. low on the military. Um, yeah, the military is all. The, <laughs> he built <laughs> stuff. He just forgets <laughs> to put out the soldiers. That's all it we're, is. We're right? all over a thousand, and there's Psycho at 70. I'm <laughs> sitting here trying to defend four different people's bases. He's <laughs> like, hold on, I'm going to build a house. <laughs> uh God, Love you, man. Here, I got my two catapults coming. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna do wonders. Uh, he's he's a strategic specialist, maybe. Uh, he's, he gets that one unit that just we causes massive havoc. Right? Nobody laughs. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, we need to play that again soon. I'm yeah, we do. Itching. We do. Bad for some R RTS. Uh, Company Heroes Three is coming on May thirtieth. Everybody. everybody, console. Woo! Can't wait. World War Two RTS. It's gonna get sweaty up in there. Don't let me get those tiger tanks on you, boys. Bad. <laughs> um, hey, there's some other news that some pretty substantial news, in my opinion. Um, Pong was making a joke in the DMs earlier about this. Uh, Xbox is not done with their acquisitions right now. Whether uh, <laughs> while they are uh, still under the ABK uh, microscope, because. Yep. Uh, is it Rovio? Uh, the creators of Angry Birds, uh, Angry Birds and more <laughs> mobile are getting acquired by future acquisition Sega. <laughs> so Sega acquired Rovio, uh, or they're it, it, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're yeah. supposedly acquiring them. They're in like final discussions 
uh, for like a billion dollar acquisition or whatever. And uh, Angry Birds mobile uh, creator you know, Rovio would be part That's of big. Sega. It's a big deal, I think. It is, right? Yeah. No, no, not ABK sized, but this is big no. for Sega. Interesting. My, my worry about that is, though, is depending on how far along they are, like if this slipped out too soon, they may have to back out of that deal. You think? Because that's kind of what happened with Xbox and Konami that started spreading, and then they had it was like, we can't do it anymore because then it would be insider trading shit going on. Right. But mm, I mean, yeah. you, when, when you start a deal, you have like an intent to purchase um, that you pretty much display before everything happens. And then. Uh, yeah, but what I'm saying is like, if you knew this was going to go through, like, you could just go buy a bunch of fucking Angry Bird, whatever company stock right now. And then because you know you'd be getting a payday. That's why they have to be careful with like, how, right. depending on how far along they are. Yeah, that's yeah, a good, that's that why public acquisitions are tricky. Is Brovio public? Like, I don't know. That I'm could sure change things. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would assume it is a mobile game creator. Like yeah. That. But who knows? Rovio, it could be private. Rovio did. 317.7 million euros last year in, yeah. in, in profit in revenue i should say in revenue yeah and only 3.5 percent of it was licensing so the rest was their games so again just like candy crush nobody thinks about angry birds anymore but rovio's out here still making oodles <laughs> of money like it's ridiculous it's yeah. crazy interesting That's why mobile's so big sega's interested in getting more into the mobile space Right, mm. you know what is Xbox mm. interested in and and stuff is more mobile as well. Um, so all of a sudden, Sega is now mobile, PC, and console as well. Right, kind of like ABK. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And they're putting more their properties like at member like Atlas for years. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure they're like Atlas list. <laughs> Start putting games on Xbox because for a while they they're like we don't want to. Oh yeah, no. I don't think they had a reason. They're just like, eh, we don't want to. No, they let, they let Atlas run autonomously, a lot like ZeniMax and Microsoft. That's why, because Atlas just said it's not worth our time. But finally, and we talked about this. That was part of that, yeah. big, that big deal that everybody said, oh, it's not going to matter. It, it's just them helping out with the server side of things in the cloud and all that kind of stuff. We were like, nah, there's nah. going to be special <laughs> benefits. All of a sudden, Atlas is like, oh, every Persona game is now coming to Xbox. Congratulations. Out of the blue. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was um, a partnership. Yep. You know, the cloud deal, all that stuff was a big thing. We've seen Game Pass games day one and, and more and stuff like that. And and uh, I I do think Sega would be a great fit for Xbox acquisition-wise because that would automatically help their identity problem in the East, right? Uh, you just market yourself as Sega <laughs> pretty much there. It's like... Yeah, you let them stay Sega. Yeah. Call them Xbox East Sega or whatever you want to do, yeah. but just keep Sega. What yeah. if they even, like... Sega named X. the box say yeah you know yeah. what i mean instead of xbox there, series x like sega series people have joked about x. that like the dreamcast x yeah <laughs> just, just <laughs> rebrand it like it would it would probably do crazy numbers over there if they did that honestly That'd yeah be pretty cool comparative not saying obviously they're gonna dominate folks don't don't get me wrong but it would be a, a big boon to them to do something like that it really would it'd be crazy but it'd be cool yeah it's i'd want i want a dreamcast like a x can you imagine if they did that so cool god I love the bring back <laughs> the vmus it's so that way they could do they could do what sony's doing with the controllers right. with the screen right yeah <laughs> that's the second uh, forgot about that that's, uh 
Sony's thing with the whole fucking controller thing. Uh, yeah. Really, I, I guess the DMU was the first, like, very, like, simplistic entry into that. I mean, obviously that screen was, like, not for playing games on. Well, I mean, the Nintendo kind of did that sort of, like, they called the Famicom over there, and there's yes. the NES over here. So, NES, like, it's not... Name, names. Yeah, it's not yes, great. It's, it's not out of the world yeah. that they could do something like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. If they acquired no. it, it would make a lot of sense, you know? Yeah. I mean... um. It would help them. Sega Game Pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sega Pass. <laughs> Subscribe to Sega Sega Pass. Playing the Sega Cloud. You know. Sega what if they? What? What if the acquisition was like in a way where it primarily focused on on that, and the and the, and the West just like was ran par for the course, and still, um, you know, just multi-platform, and then and all that yeah. and all that kind of stuff. You know. And I think that's pretty much what would happen yeah. for the most part right so it it would make total sense again it's just getting a foothold over there is the main thing that's all it yeah. is is getting some big presence they're yeah. trying they're building but you can't get that instantaneous foothold without making a big acquisition and sega makes the absolute most sense yes there are other companies i would rather have bandai namco etc but sega at the end of the day being an old sega fan I'd love to see it. And it they just, also again, publish a lot of Western games yes. over there. So, like, yes. I know WB goes to them a lot for their games yep. to get published in the East. So, I mean, it Lots makes sense. Lots it makes yeah. sense. All that stuff. The business models now more aligned than ever before. Like, all that stuff would just... And like I said, who knows? But this was kind of funny that uh, Sega all of a sudden is picking up a big mobile. Yeah. yeah. That would be good for <laughs> Xbox. I mean, if... Time <laughs> timing would be pretty good. Yep. Uh, did you also because put on we notice? talk about uh, which company is Xbox going to acquire after ABK. Um, and Sega keeps being kind of brought up in the conversation just based on their relationship with Microsoft. Uh, seemingly pretty good, but only well, time will tell. I, I, yeah, as I say, it was interesting you bring that up though because. Uh, Last Stand Media, like Colin Moriarty, had his had his uh, show, uh, Sacred Symbols, and um, he had Hope Law on for um, for an episode or whatever. And uh, while Colin was ranting and uh, worrying about gaming consolidation and how Microsoft's going to become a gaming monopoly and all that stuff, he asked Hogue if he could see any acquisitions in Microsoft's future of like a publisher size like that, and Hogue was like. Yeah, I can see it uh, for sure, and I think that Microsoft's even kind of put it out there. I don't think they're done with that. So yeah. you think you think three uh, bit like would that be the number one target for them? Would be Sega? Um, like another uh, in terms of like another publisher, would they go after them next or? Yeah, at publisher um, size because I think I mean, folks seem to think it wouldn't necessarily be a, that much of a concern. Um. With getting yeah, I, I think stuff. so. Uh, I in terms of uh, politics too, right now because Japan uh, is sort of being looked at by regulators and, and stuff. Uh, if you, if you guys remember some of the articles that was coming out where um, where Japan was kind of being scrutinized for the PlayStation deal, um, they like almost immediately the next day they're like, "Oh no, look, look, we passed it. We're fine." We're we're fine with the ABK deal. I think in terms of timing, it'd be decent um to try and acquire a 
Japanese business. I do know Xbox wants uh, a foothold in Japan. Um, and that that just be a good thing. In terms of uh, politics, it's good timing because Japan yeah. is being looked at. And also uh, it, it would do another check mark for for Microsoft of what they're looking for, which is growing Game Pass, growing in um globally. Uh, right now they're getting killed globally, like here, pretty pretty good. Uh, sometimes they can go one to one with PlayStation on some level, not really, but uh, they've been doing pretty well uh, this generation. Uh, last few weeks, months, not not too well, but uh, but globally is was where they need help. Uh, and by acquiring a Japanese studio, that would help. <laughs> that, would, that would definitely uh, help quite some bit. Because when you go to Japan, when you go to these other places and you go in a gaming store, what do you see? You don't see Xbox, really. You see You Nintendo. see hentai action figures. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can see that. But like, you, you see uh, PlayStation and Nintendo for the most part. Nintendo even more, more so. Um, and then Xbox maybe in a little corner of some of these stores. And it's just because they don't have a lot of Japanese studios. They don't have a, a lot uh, with a lot of Japanese developers. Now they're trying. Uh, they're doing different deals. They're bringing more games to Game Pass where they can. Um, but maybe that is on Phil's mind to acquire. Uh, maybe... Uh, if they're going to publish one more publisher or, or if they were to acquire uh, one more publisher, I would say a Japanese studio makes sense. It'd be East. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It would definitely make sense. And I, not, not I, the... I know they're. Yeah. Go ahead. Through it. Right. No, I was going to say, I was just going to say uh, last point um, that I see them also acquiring a lot of smaller studios for sure. Um, uh, like maybe a solo or other this like smaller uh developers that they have a relationship with but if they were going to go for a bigger publisher it makes sense to acquire someone like sega um you, you have other publishers out there where people are like what about take two what about ubisoft ubisoft it, they're on a weird spiral <laughs> right now their studios in in my experience weren't very well managed um in terms of where they are going i don't i don't know where where ubisoft is going they have pretty good ip that they don't really utilize they're focusing more so on like um trying to make money out of their games rather than it being quality i don't know wherever ubisoft is going i'm not interested in but uh and in terms of take two i don't know I, it just makes more sense for me to for it to be Sego, but what do you guys think? They well, did just hold a little indie or ID at Xbox event over there. I forgot exactly what country it was, it but was they flew people from South Asia. East Asia. It was in Malaysia, oh, okay. and it hosted Asia. developers from all over Southeast Asia. So they could maybe, like, I don't know if they're going to buy, like, a smaller publisher, but they could also look at all those little uh, devs that they sent out and maybe start buying individual studios over there, too. But yeah. it would you would really need a publisher if you're going to start doing all that stuff, so... well. To throw just a little bit more smoke on this fire, right? Our good buddy at Lemon over there, 108 Dragons TV, had tweeted out uh, a few hours back, five hours ago, he tweeted out, um, now that's a match made in he heaven picture. You know, he added Aaron Greenberg and some people. 
Uh, it's a picture of Knuckles holding an Xbox Series Elite red controller. <laughs> and Aaron Greenberg did reply with three fire emojis. Let's go. Let's uh, go. Match go. made in heaven, Aaron. You know it. Aaron's also done some tweets like with uh, Sega type stuff in the past. You know, remember we remember whenever we was hunting the Sega stuff and they found the yeah like, the. the influencers on instagram from japan that were doing like x symbols and like yeah people, like yeah. reading into that river right. all they, that kind of the stuff. green martinis or whatever yes, as well yes like... it was crazy for a while <laughs> and the uh sonic blue controller that xbox yeah, yeah. put out they didn't call it sonic blue but it was yeah it's called sonic <laughs> yeah it was it was crazy uh so much stuff and or was it shock just makes... blue yeah shock blue okay. shock blue i think um but uh sega's only got 3200 employees uh again something like ubisoft with over twenty thousand employees it's too much of a mess my it, there would be so many layoffs it would be such a ridiculous deal but sega is like the perfect size and again with jap with japan on notice now as much as i hate big government getting involved i got i'm still going to be real about it when there's <laughs> political pressure right when there's political pressure even if it's nonsense, it right? It does help. And this like three bit just got done saying this is the time. And that's why I said they go East next. I think that maybe a year after ABK closes, you're going to start hearing this stuff again. Um, you know, maybe sooner, who knows? Maybe Microsoft's gonna be like, screw it. We got ABK through. It's on. Let's go. Uh, we're, we're <laughs> full, Full, full steam ahead kind of deal with acquisitions. I mean, especially with where the economy is going, they know that money's going to be losing value if money's it just sits be there. Burning. So, yeah, correct. But with yep. thirty-two hundred employees at Sega, it's a perfect yep. fit for them. It's the right size. It wouldn't get again. They'll they'll instantly come out and say, "Don't worry, Sonic's still going to come everywhere. Don't worry about that stuff. All that nonsense. They're they're going to clear that. There's not going to be much pushback if they go after our Sega." And really the thought of Microsoft going after a Japanese publisher or platform holder is even not out of the question. If you've watched that Xbox documentary, yeah. they talk about it. One of the first things they wanted to do, they went to Nintendo and got yeah, laughed right, out of the right, room right. because they <laughs> mentioned the fact about they wanted to acquire Nintendo, right? And Nintendo's yeah. like, get the hell out of here, right? Yeah, uh, right. Then you also have a potential attempted acquisition of Konami in the past. Uh, Capcom, Capcom as well. Yep. Uh, so it's definitely not out of the cards or out of the blue to think no. that they're going that route. Uh, Phil, in an interview recently, had said that they're looking, you know, on the other side of the world uh, for future acquisitions and stuff like that. So you know, with the, I agree, like Three Bit said, with the political pressure from from the uh, uh, American government towards the Japanese. Uh, government right now with their trade uh agreements and stuff like that saying you're not upholding your end of the bargain here uh it does put pressure on a little bit uh to make them maybe ease off of trying to block a deal with the jftc or whatever yeah. like in terms of timing it's so, this is the yes. time mm -hmm. to, and to they obviously in the, with their previous thoughts still thought they would be able to potentially get one of these acquisitions through even in japan so um it'd be interesting sega for me checks the most boxes of different things that Microsoft's looking for um, as an RTS lover. Again, it's <laughs> great for me. You know, you got lots of great RTS there. You got two of the best RTS developers in the world um, out there as well. Uh, then you have multi-talented studios, not just in the East and the West as well. And in Europe, 
Uh, Sega crosses all over the place. And uh, if they're expanding more into mobile as well, that's even a better fit. Yep. So it's correct. The it thing is, though, that, that Sega has such a large name, like they would kind of have to, again, go and convince all these like uh, FTCs and stuff. So, like Sega is actually not that big. We know you may have heard of it, but yeah. they're, they're not that big. But so, like, dollar would, wise, it wouldn't yeah. even be, you know, anywhere. Yeah. Again, they, they would look at it from, now that now that you got the regulatory regulatory bodies all educated too. the next one is going to be much smoother, especially if you walk in and say, oh, we're paying. I'm just throwing out a number eight million for Sega, or eight billion for Sega. Like that's going to be like a Zenimax purchase all over yeah. again, right? It's not going to be anywhere near, even if Sega does have the name. And that's why I said right away, they would just come out and say, you know, Sonic's staying everywhere. Don't <laughs> worry, folks. You're not going to lose Sonic. We're not going to do any of that stuff. But it would be, if they get this Rovio purchase through for Sega, now you're talking about, again, another perfect fit, three pieces all in place, mobile, PC, and console, Again, it's a trifecta that Microsoft is looking for when they go make these purchases. And so I'm just saying, like I said, there there would Square is funny. Yes. Yeah. Some people are saying Square in in the comments. And Square is the biggest mobile publisher in the East, right? Which most people don't know about. You know, and uh, who uh, who was it that brought it up to us? Chris. Uh, or Chris brought it up. No, Hargy. 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 But That's Chris right. has yeah, been on Hargy. the Square Enix train yeah, Square, for yeah. like three years now, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we got to give we got to give Chris props if it ever happens because yeah. he was the one that said it. But you no, know, Hargy brought that up that night when we had him on Xbox Ultimate, and that blew my mind that Square is the biggest mobile publisher in yeah. the East. Again, Somebody makes a lot of sense. Scorched earth, if <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and like I said from the beginning, I would love to see that happen. Just for the that would be so funny. Up. It would just be insane. Yeah. Um, but I think Sega just makes way too much sense. If you're going to do it, you couldn't find a better partner in Sega. You really couldn't. At the end of the day, all things line up with Sega. It would the one, awesome. the one thing that happens though, usually in these deals, is like it's always the company that no one's mentioning. So it's like, who's it's it going to be? Yeah. It, it's true. I mean, nobody would have guessed ABK, right? Yeah. Nobody, nobody would have guessed. Zenimax, nobody thought that would happen because we didn't know how big they were like going with acquisition. Yeah, we didn't know how big they were going or how serious they were yeah. about acquisition at that point. So that one caught us off guard. But when you look at Zenimax, it makes total sense. Oh, yeah, I mean, for sure. Again, they, their ties forever. run deep. It's so organic, isn't it, everybody? So yes. organic <laughs> that this no. Zenimax happening. No, only uh, Sony does organic. That's Only. right. I forgot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see what happens. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. Acquisition season is going to be back on the books, boys. Let's go. <laughs> they probably wait, though, until they get the all the approvals. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. We'll see. Maybe in August, we'll get an announcement of a Sega acquisition. <laughs> <laughs> January 2024. It'll start they, off they the year. Signed, we'll they signed the, the, the document and say, okay, we're finally done with this. Okay, now here's $8 billion for Sega. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, by the way, by the way, they're closing up. They're like, by the way, here's our documentation for the Sega acquisition just <laughs> yeah. up front so Thanks. you guys can start looking at it now. <laughs> <laughs> slides it across to them. <laughs> Man. Um, funny. Can you imagine Microsoft owning both Candy Crush and Angry Birds? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I can. Two of the biggest uh, for their mobile, mobile games. Yeah, for like their ever. mobile store that they want. Yeah, absolutely, I can with Call of Duty Mobile. Yeah. That, in that's there as well. also why yes. it raised raise it on my yes. list of like acquisitions, uh, like right. Sega. If if that Rovio deal goes through, I would ex- <laughs> expect like Xbox big. Hmm. 
You just got tastier. You you don't think Microsoft (laughs) said, hey, Sega, you know what might raise your uh, interest from us just slightly and raise your price up for an offer? You know, the Rovio is looking pretty enticing out there. We can't do anything right now, but uh, But, uh, maybe we'll see you later this year. Let's make it happen. Get StarCraft to come back. We get Total Warhammer on console. Oh, my God. Mm. Life would be so good as an RTS. Let's have a Warcraft RTS come back. What other RTS? Like, they would own, like, a Monopoly on RTS games. (laughs) Correct. They would. If you think about it, they would own a Monopoly on RTS games and also, like, RPGs. Yeah. Like, Western RPGs. Goodness. 100%. Of Skyrim, <laughs> yeah, matter Company of Heroes is Relic, <laughs> it's published by Sega. Yeah. Like, Relic <laughs> and Creative Assembly have both helped yeah. on the Halo Wars games, yes. So, I'm Which just saying, another one Starcraft go. Halo Wars comes back. We get Total Warhammer on console, we get Warcraft RTS back. Is that, Warcraft? They, oh my yeah. god, Sega also has fighting game developers, face. too. Yes, yes, are they? Sa- wow, I think That's Relic Sega? also helped with uh, Age of Empires 4 and some of the remake mm-hmm. stuff. So, wow, that is Sega. Age of Mythology, wow. too. Yep. They also made like Alien Isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot a create creative assembly. I mean, they work pretty yeah. closely sometimes with creative assembly, right? Yeah. I mean, they did like, Halo Wars. Wow. They did Halo. Yeah. So fa- like Fable, sense. they're helping with. <laughs> no, um, that's, that's Crystal Dynamics. Um, or Iris Montreal. Yeah. Sorry. So they're like, um, wow, that's cool. Yeah, creative War, assembly is uh, really Alien. versatile. I mean, to do like RTSs like they do. To also do a game like Alien Isolation, right? Like crazy versatile. They should handle uh, uh, Robocop. I don't know who's developing Robocop Robocop right now, but like Nacon. (laughs) Nacon is. I know, I know, but the developer, you know, it's they need to work on the AI slightly. Like I just like how they how they handled the alien franchise like when you when you handle uh, a franchise like alien or terminator or or uh yeah. robocop big like, ip big ips IP. yeah you treat it with respect like you look at the source material and only a few people i feel like can really do justice with it i feel like creative assembly would would kill it speaking <laughs> yeah, of anyway. aliens though jasper that video you posted of the new dark descent from ign Yo, <laughs> that's looking incredible. When does that come Matt, out? Did you watch yeah. it? I haven't oh, had a chance okay. to watch the new video yet, but you have yeah, to watch because it. from IGN and the IGN guy was praising it nonstop yeah. and showed it off. It looks phenomenal. That's coming this to Xbox like, too, not yes. just PC, yep. right? Yeah. When does it? It's really June, June, June. I want to say July, June, uh, June yeah, I think June? something like that. Yeah, I think it's end of June, maybe. Right. Um, looks phenomenal mm-hmm. though. So anybody into the Alien franchise that's like strategy games. This is going to, you know, squad-based strategy. So you're not controlling individual uh, people. You're doing the actual squad. More of a tactics game. Tactics game, yeah, yeah. style game. Um, go watch this latest IGN. Look at it. It looks everything that I wanted in that type of game. That's what this is going to have. It looks phenomenal. I, I, I said from the beginning, I was like all psyched for it and hyped for it. Yeah. But now that I watch this thing, yeah. I was like, okay, this is it. This is going to be a great game. Cool. I want to watch that. Creative yeah. Assembly is working on that new Hyenas game right now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they're doing Hyenas. They do, do all the Total Wars games. They've done Halo Wars. Uh, Alien, Alien Isolation. Back. Crazy. Possibly back. it would be yep. sick. Yep. Wow. It's well, Starcraft happen. is. Didn't Starcraft Phil is. Mention that? Uh, Blizzard. 
Oh, is that Blizzard? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Blizzard. Didn't yeah. Phil mention like certain IP? Yeah, he mentioned StarCraft like, and then... Starcraft. Um, Micah yeah, Barrows made some interesting tweets yeah. regarding StarCraft. Simu yes. uh, Lu, right after Simu Lu mentioned StarCraft yes. on Twitter and Mike Yabara coming... Simu Lu mentioned StarCraft coming back and Mike Yabara put a smiley winky face underneath yeah. that tweet. So, yeah. I like Simu Lu. He's a Halo <laughs> fan, too. Like, big time. For those that don't know, he's the Shang-Chi actor yeah. from the Marvel movie, so... Mm-hmm. He's also going to be in Barbie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, shout out to Spartan661 with a $2 super chat. says, I want the StarCraft Ghost to come out so bad. Uh, yeah. I think that's been canceled for about 20 years. So <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe, maybe if, the, if that acquisition happens, we could see it. Uh, appreciate the super chat. All right, everybody. Well, um, that's going to do it for this show. I want to thank everybody again for being here. Uh, you guys all rock again thank you all for all the support um if you do like the content hit the like button share it out sub to the channel hit the notification bell all that kind of stuff uh we also do have uh um i think is this the right image no it's not the right image. i don't even know what it is. we have some merch in the in the description below if you want to click the link there it'll take you to the merch store kate uh redid all of our merch in the shop uh if you feel free to check that out again any uh Support is appreciated, never expected whatsoever. But uh, just you be, being here, guys, means the world to us. Um, three bit. Was are you back, Kate? Are you back, babe? Yes. No. No. She had to step away. She had texted me since she had to step away. So, uh, three bit. Let everybody know where they can find you, bro. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, everyone can find me on the Twitter's the Bird app at i three bit i post my gaming opinions on there. I sometimes showcase uh, things I'm working on in the industry. And um, but usually it's just, just me just tweeting, um, supporting <laughs> my friends, everybody on there. Just like check check it out. Um, in terms of shows, I'm on FSP every Monday. Um, I do try to hop on these shows when I can. Uh, when I get a little bit of a, of a gap. But during the show, I was, I was working. So <laughs> you never really know. Uh, what my schedule is going to be but i appreciate um everybody uh everybody in the chat you guys are awesome thanks for coming by psycho jason louis chris splint ocd i see you guys like constantly in our chat so you guys are awesome uh thanks for like supporting every show we do yeah. love y'all i'll see you next next time even when we have to be critical you guys rock <laughs> uh, even when we have to be critical that, that was a big thing um this week so Appreciate y'all. Uh, Jasper, where can everybody find you, sir? Yo, yo, check it out. I only did two yos to. Oh, that's three. Shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Little Jasper Twitter, Little Master Jasper uh, YouTube, uh, AI Game News Twitter, all that fun stuff there. And then it's FSP and Xbox Ultimate 10 o'clock every night. Well, not every night, Monday and Friday, right here, Fun Speculation Network, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, that is. So that's where I'm at. Check that out. Have fun. Right on. Appreciate you. I don't know if Pong's back yet. Pong is there. Um, if not, I'm just going to extend this so he can do his famous outro. Uh, Kate's not back yet either. Uh, so, hey, everybody, check out Caitlin on TikTok at Caitlin uh, X0615. Um, and check out, she's got a really cool TikTok going on over there with lots of cooking videos and stuff. If you like food, you will love her TikTok. Um, Pong, what you got going on, bro? You know the drill. My dog's going out crazy outside. Oh my god! 
Wrong time, dog. Wrong time. Anyways, yeah, don't uh, interrupt my outro, dog. Right, right. What's going on? Anyways, uh, great show, everybody. Awesome uh, night to be here, family. It was great discussions. Uh, lots of interesting topics. We're even back on a little acquisition season talk. Gotta love this I'm time. Ready. Let's go. Uh, chat, you guys were amazing. Again, over 150 people here showing up, showing out for these shows here and every other channel. It's been crazy seeing some of the numbers out there. Uh, this community is growing and it's fantastic to see all of you um, no matter where you're at. So thank you all for being here. Nothing but respect for supporting all of us and what we do. Um, because without you guys, again, we're nothing. We're just a bunch of gamers sitting around bullshit. And so thank you all <laughs> for being a part of this. Uh, it's been fun. You know the drill. Punk Soul on Xbox, Punk Soul on Twitter. And then, of course, tomorrow morning, it's living split screen. Yes, we are back. Steel, uh, my brother Steel Rain was uh, under the weather last weekend, to say the least. He was not feeling good. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Catch up with everybody. We're going to have a great show, so I hope you can show up. Set those alarms. Set those reminders now. Bring a friend. Tell a friend. Tomorrow morning, living split screen. Split screen, all one word. 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time, where we get your day started the right way. Live, raw, and uncut, as Steel likes to say. Tomorrow morning, so be there. Tomorrow night, the Shop Podcast. PTK Blam! Of course, it's the Blam channel. Big numbers over Blam. Finally showing some growth. Love to see you all showing up there on Saturday nights. Uh, it is at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time. PTK Blam, Fuzzy Belvedere, myself, and of course, tomorrow night we have Dirt Griggity on. And then, of course, it's the best way to end your Saturday night. Next week, it starts all over again. Xbox Factor every Tuesday, all good things green, double barrel gaming, Mr. Boomstick, 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 o'clock Central Time, every Tuesday afternoon, be there. And then, of course, Thursday, it's p.m. in the p.m., right back here on the Fun Speculation Network, where I have the lead chair Pong and Mav in the PM, and I think we're going to have a special guest this week, potentially. Uh, we'll let Mav uh, shore up those details, but we're going to have a great time on Thursday night, no matter what, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central Time. Uh, otherwise, it's the golden age of gaming, people. Play what you love. Love what you play. Have a fantastic weekend, and I'll talk to you all real soon. Bye-bye. Right on, man. Uh, thanks, Pong. Uh, Vic the Click hit us with a $10 Super Chat. Amazing, Vic the Click. It says, amazing as always. My Friday nights are amazing because of you. Happy to see Caitlin here, and it's my B-Day weekend, so I'll be taking them shots. Right on, Vic. Happy birthday, dude. Uh, have a great birthday this weekend. Um, hope you have a fucking awesome time. Um, and everyone, again, appreciate you all. Take it easy. Have a great night. Peace. Bye, y'all. Bye.